kill this into the Tuesday review. Yeah. <laughs> I had no money to live. It's like, will we be here next week? Depends if we get Yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus is out there. <laughs> Beers. Beers. All right. Just get some of um, Vin Diesel's blood and use it to create an antivirus. Oh, the Fast 9 trailer. Oh, man. So fucking hyped. I'm so I'm, excited. I'm hyped as... But it's also the, some of the most stupidest shit I've ever seen. I know, right? It's fucking ridiculous. I love it. If the 10th one isn't in space, I'm going to be so disappointed. Han's back. I fucking... I've been... Cha- I've been wanting Han back Everyone forever. Everyone wants Han back, yeah. right? And that's part of the problem. But H- how do they bring him back? Obviously, Who cares? Obviously, he Cyber- crawled... This bullshit. Can- and Sham. Did you see Sham Barswell in the trailer too? I didn't, but I saw the comment saying it was yeah. there. He, he's in there for just a snap, and he's got this grin on his face, and I want to punch him in but, his fucking face. See, this is the thing, though. You know how we're talking about how Star Wars <laughs> is dead? Because if you reference the prequels or reference the yeah, sequels, it, everything it, falls it apart. Ha- yeah. Whereas I hate Tokyo Drift, right? But when they it's get not- when they get Sean back, I'm just like, see, but Tokyo- yay, clap, clap, clap. But you Tokyo know? Drift's one of the best movies. No, it's not. It's fucking it worst. It, it sucks. No, man, the, it's fun. The, the only good thing about it is Han... And that's why they kept bringing him back. Look, I hate Sean Boswell, but I yeah. like Tokyo Drift. It's a shit movie. But Agreed, they're all shit films. Fuck you, Callum. <laughs> You're on your fucking high horse. <laughs> Mr. Fucking Transformers is the better superior series. Fuck off. <coughs> all right, should we talk about The Witcher now? Okay. Should I leave all this in? I've been recording it. You may as well. Yeah, might as fucking well. Welcome to the <laughs> Tuesday Review. I'm James. I'm Nathan. I'm Callum. And today we're reviewing season one of The Witcher. Um, I think this will be an interesting episode because we all have like different perspectives and different uh, affinities for The Witcher or knowledge yeah. of The Witcher series. So I've never read the books and never played the games. I knew the you know Witcher three is such a huge game. I knew the the characters Everyone and the general. Sort of the ba- Everyone sort of knows the basic. Yeah, the basic um, idea that Geralt fights monsters. Yeah, and I, I mean I love fantasy, so yeah. you know I I like the general idea, but I didn't know really anything about it. Callum played the first yeah, so two games. I've I've I completed ninety five percent of the original. Yeah, and then I played like. 10 hours of the second, but I couldn't get into it. I played through like three or four hours of, of um, Witcher 3. Witcher 3, but it's like the uh, same problem I have with Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's, it's too, too big. daunting. I'm like, it, yeah, nah, just, I'll put that it, off for another the best, time. The best way to deal with that, I'm about 20 hours into number three at this point. Yeah. The best way to deal with that is just to take it slow well, and explore the map and sort of just like hit every question mark on the yeah, map. That's what I'm doing is because after I watched the series, then I started Witcher 3 because I'd been putting it off for years because it's been out for like four years at this point. Yeah. And so I kept putting it off. I'm like, it's too big. I don't have time to play it. But I'm like, oh, well, at this point, I might as well start it. And what I'm doing is when i got a spare half an hour, I'll just play a little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's sort of what I'm trying to do. H- have you got past the first map yet? No, I'm still in um, White Orchard. Yeah. Do do you think it looks big? Oh, it's huge, and I haven't even start. I haven't even wait, gotten out of the wait for the second zone. Yeah, it's uh, like <laughs> I, I'm still in the what do you call it? The, like the like, tutorial yeah, zone. The tutorial zone. I'm yeah, still yeah. I'm still getting all the tutorial messages because I don't know what to do yet. Um, That's I thought it was big, but, yeah, and it, it sort of. I guess it um, you know it threw me off, and then I got to the second zone. It's like ten times bigger. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck do I do? Yeah, but so Nathan, you completed the first two games. I finished the first two games. 
yeah. and I'm about 20 yeah, hour, 20, 25 hours, yeah. 30 hours into the third game, which feels like nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's like not it's even... hundreds of hours of content. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm some way into the It's hundreds of game. hours not including the two expansions. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure, you probably get through the main story of the third game in, I don't know, like 70, 80 hours. But then if you do everything, it's like... Yeah, but then it's not like... Because I, I still haven't fought the Griffin yet because I'm still trying to like work, get yeah. enough money and get enough uh, that, like materials to, you know, build up my... That's, know, potions and that's one thing I actually like about the game that, that like in the lore of the thing witches are quite poor yeah they're like struggle to get money together in the, well they're mercenaries the books, yeah apparently in the books there's a lot of time where Geralt's just broken he can't afford shit well, in the yeah, in the show, he's just always <laughs> yeah. like, "Pay me, pay me, pay me." Yeah. Whereas in the game, you can choose whether you want to be like a noble witcher or like a greedy like. Yeah. A, and I'm trying to play it good, so I'm, yeah. I always turn down the money, <laughs> but I have no poor. money yeah. and I can't fight anyone because yeah. I got no potions and yeah. weapons which, and stuff. Which kind of makes, which kind of, but it adds to the experience of having to pick and choose what you need to buy. Yeah, I'm having fun with it, like yeah. just going around picking flowers so I can make potions and stuff. Yeah. I like that stuff. But anyway, so we all have like different kind I'm, of I'm levels. A of, fur- I'm a bit further into the franchise. I haven't read the books. Yeah, none of us have read the book. I really want to read the books, but I don't have time to read anything. You know the problem I have with the books over here, at least. Yeah, they all have the they all have Henry Cavill on the front cover, and there's the Netflix. No, you, you can like, get the old the yeah. older I, I release in, versions. I was at a high point, and I saw them. I saw like the Last Wish on there, yeah. and it has like all like the Netflix logo. I'm like, they do I that. They do that with every yeah. like new. I understand. Like I understand the books perfectly fine. Yeah, but I can't bring myself. No, no, but, but to buy a movie, a movie no, adaptation novel. Just go on, get e- it on Kindle. Go on, yeah, go, oh, yeah. On, go on eBay or Amazon. Oh, you can well, get that. There's like a really nice, yeah. really nice like yeah. leather bound. You know, somehow source yourself a digital version. All no, that. no, no, no. Yeah, all that. Um, but anyway, like yeah, yeah I want to read the books, but yeah. So I think this will be interesting as well because we're going to review the series pretty much without knowing all the rest of the yeah. stuff. So the the review will be mostly about season one, the show, and not about you know everything else. But then we'll start uh, later talking about uh, bringing I mean, in other things yeah, from the yeah, games. We can pull, yeah, we can pull context from the games, but that's sort of it's not also not as you know it's not an adaptation of the game, so it makes no. it a bit harder. Yeah, well, that's that's an interesting point. We should mention. So it's it's so it's first a, a series a, of books, books by it's, a Polish author, Andrzej Sapowski. Yes. And they were, I think, published in the 90s. Yeah. And I believe so. I'll look that up. They were popular in Poland, but not really internationally. I don't think they were even translated for a while. They weren't. It wasn't until CD Projekt Red, who we're big fans of. When the first game came out. Yeah, 1993, the first novel came out. You know, uh, uh, this might not be true now, but quite a while ago, the Witcher franchise was Poland's biggest export it was their highest grossing gdp product yeah i think we talked about that because we were like you know singing cd projects praises and talking about cyberpunk their new game so yeah it got a little big it's like they made you know the first witcher game and that that got like got released worldwide and became a hit worldwide and witcher 2 and witcher 3 now is like the biggest game honestly i think part of the show's initial problems for me was the fact that the book they based their first season on it's a short stories it's all different short stories I, and we'll, they we'll tried talk, to weave a narrative we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute because i think that's actually a good idea but how they execute it we'll, we'll talk mm. about that but anyway yeah so the games come out uh, and i think because of the games the book it got translated got translated yeah. and then became more successful and you know around yeah. internationally and yeah now witcher 3 come come out has come out and that's the most modern and the most I guess popular one in the series. Fun fact: 
a Polish delegation or the, um, I guess, the sort of uh, a minister for Poland or, uh, in uh, America yeah. gave, uh, the Polish diplomat gave uh, President Obama back in the day his own very copy of The Witcher 3. I wonder if he played it. <laughs> Probably not. Well, but I, but I, Obama if, if any, has a copy. If any president would game Obama... <laughs> or <think>. Bill Clinton. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bill Clinton, yeah. But, but he'd, he'd play like old school arcade games. He yeah. wouldn't play new stuff. Yeah. He wouldn't play Witcher 3. <laughs> no. um, so, yeah, Witcher 3 came out in 2015, I think. You know, it was huge, so huge. And that generated a lot of buzz. So that when the show on Netflix is coming out... It had everyone really hyped, mainly from the games. But the show is based on the books and not yep. the games. That's correct. So, everyone's complaining, oh, that looks different, this, that, the other. It's based on the books, not on the games. Andre Sapowski, who was not really involved with the games at all. His own choice. <laughs> which was his own choice. <laughs> Came back to bite him in the ass. Yeah. He's a consultant on the show. Yeah. How much involvement, how much say he well, has. Well, he, no, he did an interview recently where he said he did nothing for the show. He's, he's a consulting producer, well, but the less work he does, the better. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I was going to say is <laughs> I don't think he did. Like, I I he, assume he might have mentioned a couple of things, but I don't think yeah, he had any real no, yeah, no. Which, honestly, say in what happened. Which, honestly, is probably for the best. Yeah. Like, you know, leave, leave the actual film, like the sort of production work to people who know what they're well, doing. Well, I mean, we, we don't know the behind the scenes what happened. But, I, you know, there are a couple of bits where I was like, at, at that point, I would go back to, the, like, the author. And I'm sure they did. I'm sure they called mm. him up and said, in the, in the book... Did Northgard's armor really look like ball sacks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, you know, what color was this? Why, you know, what, you know... And I'm sure they did that. I'm sure that even um, CD Projekt probably did that in certain oh, yeah. aspects as well. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's involved with that. So, it's yeah, it's a show based on the books... The first book is like a series of short stories that take place in different times just about the main character, Geralt, like on his Witcher adventures. Mm. And then there's like two novels after that. Two or three. Two or three, yeah. like full, like beginning to end yeah. stories. And the games take place after the novels. Yeah. So that's another thing is the games are like sequels set years after the books and so the show comes out and people get angry. It's not the same as the games, but it's set like decades before. Yeah. Before, Also, the first season of the show is based on the first book, which is like the short stories. Yeah. So that's why it has that fragmented nature, which we'll talk about. Um, so I guess we should just announce full spoilers. Yeah. Get that for, out for of everything, way. Really, full spoilers for everything Witcher. Yeah. So this, this, this Le- I mean, less so the games, yeah, but even a little, little avoid, bit of, yeah, yeah, a little bit of games was, I mean, but like full spoilers for season one of the Netflix show, obviously. So one of the first things that caught my interest with the show was the fact that I'm not going to say the existence of this show is a reaction to Game of Thrones. Oh, definitely. But it's it, definitely, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a combination of The Witcher 3 being huge yeah. and Game of Thrones being huge. Yeah, like fan- Game and of Thrones made fantasy popular yeah. again. And now and there's so, all the other fantasy shows coming out. What I love, what I love yeah. is I remember when the, we were in high school when Game of Thrones started coming out and all the people who didn't really care about fantasy would say, oh, well, I love Game of Thrones because it's not nerdy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like... It should have been. Which is, <laughs> which is weird because even the show which tones down some of the fantasy elements is still super nerdy. Oh, yeah, no, it, <laughs> yeah. it really got there. Have yeah. you read the books? It's some pretty nerdy shit in yeah. there. But even no, the but, show, which people like, yeah. like Callum said, oh, I like it because it's not about the nerdy yeah. stuff. So that's The show was yeah. nerdy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. what, I, what I love about The Witcher is it's unabashedly balls to the wall, high fantasy nerd shit yeah. through and through. I'm like, 
I actually, I was watching it and I'm like, this ne- actually, ne- like as much nerdy shit, this needs to be more nerdy. Yeah, I was like, I was actually, I, that's one of my criticisms of The Witcher. Needs more nerdy shit. Put, so this is, so th- there's an episode that has uh, like dragons and dragons yeah. that transform into, uh, who cool. have the ability to transform into people. Yeah, like, and I'm like, favorite episode. that's yeah. classic fucking 80s D&D fantasy shit. Yeah. I love it so much. The fact that they have like dragons that speak through telepathy yeah. and the treasure horde. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, Classic, beautiful fantasy. Yeah. That's why I love well, The Witcher so much. I think we're talking before we turn the mics on and like we were saying, we like one of the things we like about the show is that it's, Callum especially, like that classic fantasy adventure. Yeah. Like you got a goal, you go from this place to this place on your horse, you get off, you get the item, you know, like it's like a quest. Yeah. And that's, I think, one of the strengths of adapting the first book of the short stories is that it's about Geralt's Witcher adventures as a like a mercenary. Yeah. Like people pay him. He's a monster killer, monster hunter. Yeah. Like people pay him to, you know, kill the monster that's ransacking their town or whatever. But what I like is they, they do that framework, but then there's an overarching yeah. narrative as well. With a, of course, a prophecy. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> more and more standard. standard <laughs> One fantasy. complaint I have, and I'm sure it's the same in the book, is the, the, the concept in the run through the show of the law of surprise. Oh, yeah. I like that. But I feel like it feels cheap. It's a deus ex machina just for... No, I, I like... I, I don't... Is, I feel like the did, author... This is, this is not a criticism of the show, obviously. Yeah. It's a criticism of probably the books as well. Yeah. Where our boy is sitting there writing his short stories and he's like, how do I connect these characters? Ah, oh, fuck it. The lore of surprise, magic it away. And all no, of a sudden they I connect. like it. It's like a cool fantasy world building. Um, yeah, but they you use know it so ca- Like they use it casually, almost casually. Yeah, that, that's true. There are a couple of characters who just... Blurted out every five seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like, oh, I have no money to pay. Ah, the law of surprise. It's just yeah. like, it maybe should be a special thing reserved for like the king. Yeah. That's when, so- when when the, when the when series father gives Geralt the law of surprise. Duny. Yeah. Yeah. That that should have been a special but, thing because he's in like the king's yeah, or queen's but- court. But yeah, like the far- the farmer's better. like, I'll give you a. <laughs> yeah. But also, I I did like that because he's like the farmer's like, oh, I'll give you law of surprise, and girl's like, nah. But then they get to the thing, and technically, his law of surprise would be the fact that his wife took in Siri, which is already his law. Of- yeah. I like that kind no, of thing, you know. It's a it's, yeah, it's that sort of um, I guess you know magic with the magic going on there, yeah. sort of. But the, my problem, another problem I have with the law of surprise is the fact that it's very much. Like the show in the show, magic's only used by wizards, yeah, yeah, and sorceresses, yeah, mages, but, yeah, mages. But the law of surprise is almost prime magic in, of its nature. Is it's, the way that it connects people to destiny and fundamental yeah, like, forces. I, yeah, it's not magic, but it's, I like it's high fucking yeah, magic, but, man. But the idea of destiny being entwined with but if the law of can, surprise. Which uh, if in the show, have, yeah, yeah, in the show, the destiny is not just a vague idea of this is where you end up. It's like a force that yeah. guides you. But if anyone can change or alter the force of destiny just yeah. by saying "law of surprise," that's true. Then it's every technically like not everyone is supposed to have magic in this universe. Yeah, not everyone's supposed to use magic or yeah. wield magic. But everyone has access to this magic as well That's by just true. stating the law. Of yeah, I, yeah, I feel like you could have made an. I think an argument <coughs> would be made. It's probably better reserved for 
Like, it's better like if kings or queens yeah, rather yeah. than maybe farmers and shit. Because if a king yeah. and a farmer both have access to law of surprise, and we see in the show, if you try and run away from the effects of the law of surprise, yeah. it'll catch up to you. Yeah, I feel like I do. It I, loses its specialness a little bit. I, I do like the idea of destiny being a force oh, that, no, yeah, that you great. can't get away from. That's great, but I do but, agree yeah. with you now. Like that now that you've said it, that yeah, if anyone can just invoke it. Then and because it has tangible, massive te- effects yeah. on reality. Then technically, everyone in the world has the ability to force destiny, which is a physical... Yeah, I think like, they should have downplayed it. It should have been done maybe once or twice in the whole season. Yeah. Well, this is actually a point which I'll bring up several times across this episode. This season needed to be at least 10 episodes. Definitely. Minimum. Definitely. Um, because it feels a bit rushed. And I think doing, you know... I think, yeah, extending the episodes or, you know, having more episodes also probably would fix the problems I have with the show. Yeah, well, the timeline, timeline stuff. We'll talk about that a bit later. Because, like, first, I just want to talk about, like, the show looks really nice. Oh, man. Beautiful. I've told you before, I have Dolby Vision on my telly, thanks to the Apple TV 4K. For viewers, uh, listeners that don't know, um, Dolby Vision is, like, 4K HDR picture with... Picture, high dynamic range, metadata enclosed in every frame. Mm. So Netflix or the producers or whoever sort of does all that editing work or whatever can tell the the telly exactly where and when to use high dynamic range in yeah. in like certain it's not areas. just a blanket it's not because normally yeah normally high dynamic range is just a blanket oh, effect it yeah. makes it's like make dark yeah on my make tv blacks darker, yeah. on yeah. my tv hdr can actually make things look like shit yeah, yeah. so like, dolby vision fixes this by saying don't use hdr here because it won't make this look good but use it on this part of the screen because this will look amazing yeah and it works incredibly well. Yeah. So if you can watch it with Dolby Vision, most of Netflix's originals are Dolby Vision supported if okay. you have the capable technology. Yeah. And it makes a world of difference. The show mm. looks magnificent. Yeah. You don't get any of that blooming yeah. kind of. There's no like. I was watching it, and there's like because there's a lot of dark scenes in the show, which also don't help. Yeah. I almost thought about watching it in standard definition just to help me with the blacks. Oh God! Yeah, no, like, no, they're like no, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But like there are scenes where you've got torches and other stuff. Yeah. And with a good television and good sort of technology behind you, like there's no banding, no pixelation, yeah. no. Um, there's a D where these uh, tessellation Did- or something like that. Dithering. Dithering between the black and the light. Yeah. It's just it's crisp. Yeah. It looks amazing. That would be so good. So yeah, the, the picture quality, ten out of ten. Yeah. But, like, just the production design, costumes. Yeah. I really like the costumes yeah. for the most part. Like, it's a good-looking good show. HBO is still king, I think, yeah. when it comes to production. But I think Netflix is still a little bit behind the ball on sort yeah. of this sort of, you know, epic TV making. Yeah. Like HBO's, you know, had their They're sort still, of fingers in these pies for decades. Yeah. Well, are you, I mean, they kind of started the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like... Yeah, like just when the the amount of money or time or whatever they do to sink into the HBO stuff, it's just still... I mean, HBO has a difference where they only have two or three shows that they... That's the other thing is like they have a selective of like, here's what we're going to make. Whereas Netflix is like just all the money for everything. Yeah, it's just like we're going to make a million shows... And only a couple of them, a couple of them are going to be good. Only a couple of them are going to there's, be there's successful. Like, there's a couple of shows that Netflix has that are like they're guaranteed good money and good production. Yeah, Stranger Things, Your Haunting of Hill House, all that kind yeah. of stuff. But yeah, most of the time it's just yeah spray and pray. <laughs> so I guess we'll, we'll talk about like the timeline of the show, yeah. which is what everyone's been talking about. Where so like like I said, the the uh, like the show kind of follows the format of the first book, yeah. which is the short stories of like Geralt's adventures across like decades, 
and you know like his mercenary monster hunting adventures and then meanwhile Yennefer the sorceress it's like her origin story which takes place over like a hundred years on this quick note yeah um, I wrote this down but I forgot to bring it up just and it's a good opportunity Another problem, a slight problem I had, narrative issue I had, was Yennefer learning magic. I don't know if I just missed something, mm. but initially she was crap at magic. Yeah, and then she's amazing. And then she's amazing. Yeah. So this is, we'll talk about this where the show, again, needed to be at least yeah. 10 episodes, maybe even more, and show that transition more, especially because it takes place over decades and it feels very quick. Yeah. Like, so, there's a moment in the show where she's shit at magic. The next episode, yeah. she's good at magic. Next episode, she's um, in, like, she's, uh, what do you call it? Like, the the major, the the, yeah. the, the advisor uh, to yeah. a random kingdom. And she she says something off-handed remark like, oh, I've been doing this for 80 years. And I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, you need yeah. to show, I, need, I know you yeah, can't yeah. show 80 years of history, but you need to show that, like, time has worn her down. There needed to be at least one more episode in between those to show Showing her, growth. her, like, you know, get, get, yeah. getting tired of... Also, line. in terms of the thing, there's a there's a popular fantasy novel called Magician, mm. and in that novel, a young boy is become a young boy becomes a magician's apprentice, yeah. and he's terrible at magic, yeah. Until he until you know events happen, whatever. But he see he learns to see magic in a different way, and when he understands it differently, he's better at it. Okay, I think that could have helped. Something like that could have helped where yeah. the way she's being taught isn't working for her, especially. And they needed to switch it up, and suddenly it connects more, especially because, like you said, it's suddenly she's just good at yeah, it. Yeah, especially it's not explained, especially because the the rectress, I forget her name, Tessa, yeah, Tessa, yeah, she sees something in Yennefer that no one else does. She chooses Yennefer to be her, like, next student or yeah. whatever. I mean, there's no... I know there's more than yeah. one student. But, like, when... Because she, she puts the other girls in the eel pond. They become... Uh, the they well. Become, like, conduit, they become which mana, I thought was pretty cool. That's pretty like, cool. If they you, become mana batteries. For yeah, exactly. For it's magic. like, oh, yeah, you, you got magical powers, but you're not really good. So, we're going to use you as batteries, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's kind of cool. Um, and Cold-hearted she, bitches yeah, in the town. And then she turn, witches. She turns around to Yennefer, who's pretty much shown to be useless at this yeah, point. Yeah, she's, like, she's, like, she's like, I see potential in you. And then cut to <laughs> yeah, next yeah. scene, she's like the most powerful um, yeah, yeah. mage. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's a good point, Callum. It's like they needed to show that, yeah, she's not good at magic, but she has potential. She has yeah. some sort of and how do different, you, yeah. uh, different uh, perspective. You, you need to visualize that How somehow. do you visualize that? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of my issues with Yennefer yeah. is that all of a sudden it's like we see yeah. her and it's like, I, I, I know that, Symbolically, her sort of transformation from, we'll say, the ugly duckling to yeah. the princess is like, you know, her power or whatever. At least, at least but, that was a physical thing that she just like wear glasses and they take the glasses off. Suddenly, <laughs> yeah. you know what you know what I mean for yeah. those movies where yeah. she takes the glasses but, off, we'll undoes the ponytail. Suddenly, it's a beautiful woman. Well, see, I was under the impression that her, like the the glamour or whatever, like the magic was that it was a glam like yeah it under- was, it was underneath, temporary. Yeah, yeah underneath she was still a hunchback but everyone in the world saw her as beautiful which i thought would have been, been more interesting yeah. but in the show it's like there's some sort of um 
He's like a plastic, magic plastic surgeon. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. does like a There's, ritual on her butt with tools and stuff. I think, I, I don't see, because the problem is we haven't read the books. I don't, yeah. know, how, I don't know how similar this well, is to I, the books. I think in the books it's never expressly explained. Because just that the, she was a hunchback and then now she's beautiful because of magic reasons. Yeah, because I Whereas feel Whereas the show that, like an original scenes shows her transformation. I, I feel they've done, so their the transformation costs her her fertility. Yeah. And I feel like they've done this to connect her more in the future to Geralt, yeah. who is also infertile due to the transformation that he also gets for becoming yeah. a witch. Yeah. So like I feel mutant. like they, again, without reading the books, obviously you've said it doesn't state it explicitly, but it seems it could be a narrative decision yeah. from the oh, show to connect the two characters. Yeah, they're characters. definitely doing it because they're, like, they're coming she, together yeah. and then and then uh, Ciri is uh, Geralt's uh, adoptive daughter, yeah. or surrogate daughter. Yeah, so they're definitely setting that up. I don't know how I, as a straight white male who doesn't know what he's talking <laughs> yeah. about, I don't know how I feel about um, female characters' whole uh, drive being about getting, <laughs> yeah, getting, 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 getting yeah. you know. It's kind of on the nose a little bit. It's I, like, I, remember when... Um, to be sure, the showrunner is a woman, so that's her yeah. problem. I remember when right. Age of Ultron came out and they made Black Widow's whole character arc about how she can't have babies <laughs> and how the Hulk can't have babies either. And then that's why, and that's, they, that's why they're together. The BFFs. Yeah. And I was just like, what? It's happening again. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know how... It makes more sense Look, in this show... Say, to defend, to it's defend, not that bad. But to defend yeah. the the lack of fertility, I actually found the concept of the law of exchange really interesting. In this show, so you know, like I like, I like I'm a I'm a nerd. I love yeah. a good magical system. Yeah. as much as the next guy, and this show kind of pulls it off in the sense that you have to give up something to cast magic. Yeah, it's not a one something like, living must because there's nothing lamer than a wizard who just says some words and then fire comes out his hands. Yeah. He's like, I'm more powerful. Like you, you might as well ta- be- There has to be a source. Yeah, you might as well be God. Yeah. But, that, but that's, but an- yeah, that's in, another problem. In this, in this show, though, you have to- the, To gain something, magical powers, immortality, yeah. beauty, whatever, you have to give up something. So that's- yeah. They'll have like a totem, for lack of a, 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 lack of a better word, uh, and they'll cast that and that'll de- deplete something from yeah. the totem. Like to, to yeah, to, to force move the cup she needed to kill, uh, flower. kill the flower or yeah. drain drain its life force. But, but we never see chaos or We whatever. never yeah. see that type of magic used again. We, though. we do, but not it's not as expressly yeah. shown unless like so oh man. So there's it's it's they they don't really you kinda have to pay attention Every time they use magic, they're like nosebleeds. It's like fucking Eleven from yeah. Stranger Things. I think that's saying that every time they use it, it takes a physical toll on them. I also but assumed once they like once they take a rest, it seems to just rejuvenate. So my my assumption is you never actually. So with the wizards, uh, I'm assuming that they'll have like an inception. You know, everyone has like a totem in inception. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's a similar thing where on their body somewhere, they might have a personal mana battery for lack of a bit or chaos thing that they draw from. Yeah. And then if they use too much, that's when they start to get the nosebleeds. Because keep in mind, the laws of magic in this universe, you do not take from yourself because you can you take will, from anything. Yeah. No, you, you will get hurt. Yeah. So my assumption is, Again, it's not depicted on screen. It's just implied through the canon that there'll be a mage will have something in his pocket but that he'll tap I think, into. I think they should have shown yeah, that I agree. more expressly. And I think there's a bit uh, in the last episode 
where a couple of the mages working for Nilfgaard, yeah. they, they kill themselves so yeah. that they can turn into fireballs. Yeah, no, they generate thought, the fireballs with yeah. their own chaos which, and then they kind of disintegrate. Which I thought was dumb because, assumedly, there's not mages on every corner. So yeah. w- I a more, it, There are more valuable resources. I, yeah, I thought it would have been more powerful and it would have made sense for Nilfgaard, who are supposed to be like a religious extremist, like crazy zealot. Yeah. It would have made more sense to a soldier to be like giving up his yeah. life, like yeah. kneeling down and be like, oh, the, the gods will t- I'll, I'll be reborn or whatever they, yeah. their yeah, religion is. Else's life force. And then the mage sucks yeah. his life force. and then I'm assuming also, that Nilfgaard doesn't let their mages have these totem devices. Anyway, so yeah. it's just like tough, also, tough you're doing it with yeah. your own chaos. Also, like the, the fireballs weren't that devastating that they <laughs> yeah, had to ways. be made by a mage's magic. You could have just literally had a physical cannonball, uh, catapult yeah. ball, you know? A trebuchet. Yeah, trebuchet, sorry. For the a superior, folk, the yeah. superior weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> just just lob pigs over like a real medieval yeah, fantasy just show. diseased. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, or just launch... The mage... The mages have also physical... You could launch a mage into the heart of the mm. castle. She could land like a superhero and then start like blasting Zapping. fools. Yeah, yeah. That would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a check, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we kind of got away from the timeline stuff. Yes. But yeah, so there's, there's Geralt's adventures as a witcher, as a mercenary. Then there's Yennefer's like origin story and that takes place over decades. And then there's Ciri... Uh, her, she's a princess, and her homeland gets invaded by the Nilf guardians, and her grandmother gets killed, the queen, and she runs away, and she has to find Geralt, who she's been promised to through the law of surprise, and all this is taking place at the same time, cutting back and forth, and it can be very <laughs> confusing. And I didn't have a problem with it, Look, but a lot of people major, are getting confused so, about it. I I didn't have a problem with it because what the way I processed it was. Once it was revealed to me that a certain period of time there was a certain person there and this was happening, yeah. I could m- mentally look back at all the other scenes and categorize yeah. them. But I will say, I don't think adding in just some little text somewhere that had a year identifier would have made it any worse. I, I don't. I wouldn't go so yeah. far as to say it would make the show better, but I don't think that they would have lost anything by making yeah. time, the time more clear. I wouldn't change the layout I think, per se. Yeah, I think we'll talk about this in a minute, but I think they, they could have done without the uh, like texts, you know, markers and just shown visually through aging costume changes that time has I think, changed, yeah. I think that's which I the don't problem. think they did a good job of. Yeah, yeah I agree I think that's that. some of the problem because both Geralt and Yennefer have lived Don't long. age. And and so that makes sense that they wouldn't over yeah. time. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, but visually but, we need but, something. Yeah, but visually they always wear the same kind of clothes Yaskia doesn't it. seem to age at all <laughs> so even though he's seen at least over a decade yeah. possibly longer so, could I, what also, about Henry Cavill with this a good old beard you know what I mean yeah he, he could yeah, have he a could beard have grown in the later the scenes yeah and like in yeah there could be a beginning scene where he's fresh and he has some stubble yeah, in the stubble, middle then, and then yeah. the beard at the end like <laughs> see visual identifiers Netflix yeah. we're on it or like yeah like a yeah like he gains a scar over yeah. time like a facial scar yeah um, also, formal protest. I understand it's different in the books, but please call Yaskia Dandelion in the second season. No, Yaskia is Polish for Dandelion. Yeah. Also, Yaskia is a better name than Dandelion. Although Dandelion suits him better because he's like a Dandelion. He's a Dandelion, like he's, yeah. 
Um, but actually, I was thinking if they, when they bring him back in the second season, he'd be like, no, 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 I go by Dandelion now. That's my like singer name. That's my bard name. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. That's like, he's like outgrown. Yes, he's a Yeskis dead. Also, got good acting by Roach. Top 10. Yeah, Roach is a good boy. Yeah. Good girl? Uh, it's different. So, Roach is the name he gives every single horse. <laughs> oh, because he lives so long, he has to get a new yeah, horse. Yeah, so, every time a horse I didn't even think about that. Every <laughs> time. That, that could have done that to signify the decades. See, that's oh, ga- game knowledge. Roach is getting old. <laughs> yeah. Better get a new Roach. Yeah. And then Geralt sheds a single tear because yeah. that's the only thing he cares yeah. about. No, there's, there's been multiple Roaches. Send us a check. Come on. I mean, really, I really love this show. I'm, yeah. I'm really hyped for season the, two. The more we talk about it, the more I do like yeah, it. Yeah, but the, the, I really like it. But yeah, the, yeah. there's a lot of problems yeah. which are easily fixable. And we'll talk about that later. The problems are so easy to fix. That's, that's why I'm so excited for season two. Because yeah, yeah. no, so, the good stuff is really good. Yeah, and no. so it's easy for season two to just be like, oh, yeah, no problems anymore. But yeah, Roach is just always his current horse. Yeah. Um, and he talks to his horse. He's a good boy. Or Don't you girl. talk to your horse? If you had a horse, would you talk to your horse? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course you would. Yeah. Um, so what I like about the three timelines, um, I, I, I like that they don't hold your hand. Like you just, you kind of just, after, I mean, after I, about it, episode three, you're just confu- like, oh, it, I get it. It confused me a little. And then I'm like, I'd see something and I sort of know where yeah. I am. But they do go back and forth throughout the timeline. It's not like, yeah. it's not like Yennefer's timeline starts and goes forward and then, uh, uh, Geralt's timeline starts and goes forward and series starts and goes forward and they're just all happening at the same time but in different decades. It's like they go back and forth within each character's timeline. So that can be a little bit disorienting and can lead to a bit of, uh, which we'll talk about later, like the character development yeah. feels a bit rushed or feels a bit fragmented because it's like you're showing them you know, get to a certain point and they're flashing back again before they got to that point. Well, the, but the later only, in the show when yeah. they've already gone past that point. The only thing that tripped me up a little, and I was paying attention the whole time because, like I said, like this show was like my crack. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm was how Siri leaves the, the town, yeah. has her own adventures, yeah. and then the town gets sacked and Geralt's there. See, I was no, like, no, that, that's hap- that happened when she left. Like yeah, that had, Siri, that was, there was only one sacking of the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Siri's timeline was the hardest for me. Yeah, to so I'm like, so what happened between her meeting Geralt to her having her own adventures off in the wilderness? She had her own adventures and no, no. then met Geralt. Yeah, yeah. So how did, why did she leave the city to begin with? Because she didn't know sacked. Geralt was there. She was sent to find Geralt <laughs> yeah. and the city was under siege. Yeah, so, so she had to survive. She ran into the forest and found the elf boy. And went yeah. on her. But meanwhile, she didn't know that and so Geralt was time, in the this, dungeon. Yeah, and so all which this time... Which I actually like that yeah. twist, if you can call it yeah. that. And so all the time... Destiny. All the time, while she's going on her adventures, the city's still kind of being sacked. Yeah. Yeah, well, and yeah. Ger- Geralt... Well, invasion, yeah. Yeah, and Geralt yeah. just, like, literally follows her to the next town and uh, gets attacked by the zombies. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all that happens in that timeline. Yeah, But yeah. because we've been seeing the episodes of Geralt going on his monster-killing adventures, it feels like he's done all this crazy yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. just to get to Siri. When in reality, he just like rode rode a few miles yeah, down yeah. the road and found her at the in front of the farmhouse. Yeah. So if you think about it that way, Siri didn't get very far, and Geralt <laughs> yeah. didn't have to do shit to find her. Yeah. He yeah. went to the castle, got trapped, then left, yeah. and then found her in the woods. Also, props to the episode where um the uh, the, the sort of the well, guess the the episode that leads to the law of surprise connecting Geralt with Siri. Yeah. Um, where there's the monster turned by, uh, man turned into a monster by the oh, curse. Oh, the Striga? Uh, no, the man the man's turned really? into the monster 
Yeah, I forget his name. But he's at the palace and he's in the suit of armor and he's fighting. Oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. The, her series father. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was probably my favorite episode. My just favorite because... was probably the dragon hunt. Yeah, that was but, good. But, but that's my second favorite. Yeah, because I, it's like 10 out of 10, just fantasy nerd yeah, shit. Yeah, fucking hedgehog like, man. Hedgehog man in a suit so nobody knows his identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, like, shit, yeah. he's, like forgive me. he's like, forgive me, the 10th bell has not rung. I cannot, <laughs> yeah. I've vowed not yeah, to rewrite. Yeah. And they're like, bullshit. Man pulls off his helmet. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog, and it's like, what yeah. it like I-, I love Geralt's sense of honor. He's yeah. like, I'm not going to kill him. He, what's yeah, he's not him? a monster. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, but- the fact that he refuses to kill dragons as well, I thought was pretty nice. Yeah, he has a uh, yeah, he has a like, code. Yeah, he seems like a cold bastard. I do like that. They're all like, oh, I thought the witches didn't have emotions. emotions yeah, yeah he cold, clearly yeah. does. It's like he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> 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 <Some> fucking humans. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like that episode. I like the episodes where it's like about Siri and Geralt's connection and about that, like, which, that, which is uh, why I'm interested in season two. Cause it's like now they're together. It's like, yeah. just, it will be about that and not, you know. Yeah. I think the net, hopefully the next season will be more but, serial in the yeah, fact that well, it'll be they've, they've said it'll yeah. be more straightforward and it'll be, um, but what I like about the three timeline idea or is like it allows for the three separate characters to be developed and to be introduced to viewers independently, but at the same time, even though they take place decades apart. Because yeah. if you didn't linear, linearly, um, we'd have the first. You'd have yeah. the first like three episodes would be about Yennefer over like fifty years, and then you'd have like another three episodes about. Geralt over like 50 years and then Ciri's only born at the end and then that's when Yennefer I'd, and Geralt would come together. I'd kind of like to see an Arista development-esque. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing something like that. Like but, just an alternate edit? Yeah, but it would end up feeling like a weird show where it's like, well, it's Yennefer's show. Well, now it's Geralt's show. Yeah. Well, now it's Yennefer and Geralt looking after Ciri's show. It's a balancing act. Yeah. 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 So uh, I like yeah. that it, it all, all at the same time. But like I said, it needed to be longer and have more breathing room. So that even though these things are taking place decades apart, they feel feel more fleshed out, all three of them. So when they converge... I think we needed a couple more episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And that way, in addition to, you know, making it feel less rushed and fleshing it out more, it'll uh, blend more satisfyingly into season two when it does become a more traditional, it's the three characters all together in the same timeline. You know, like if they yeah. if they yeah. really they really took their time getting there, when they did get there, it'll feel more natural. Whereas now, season two will feel like a much different. They can slow show. down a little bit. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, not that, um, it's not a bad like bad thing. But also, have you been on the hype train on Twitter and Reddit and stuff like that? About what? Mark Hamill for Vesemir. Oh, fuck yes. I got notes, yeah. man. I got my whole like bottom section is <laughs> yeah. just like Vesemir question mark. <laughs> well, the, the, it was, there's an animated show coming to Netflix, right? An animated movie or something? The origin yeah. of Vesemir? It's, allegedly. Um, I, I wrote it down. What's it called? Uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf or something? Something like that. Netflix to produce The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. Oh, man. A, if, if, Mark tie- Hamill voice, if Mark Hamill yeah, voices tie-in him, I will animated die. film. Because so, Mark Hamill being obviously a well-respected voice actor, yeah, it's a it's a stand it's like a standalone not standalone it's a it's a animated film that bridges the gap between season one and two, starring so, Vesemir. I think also Mark Hamill at this stage in his career would really pull that off. 
Well, considering how much they fucked up Luke, it would be great for him to have another... The uh, elder uh, sort of... Because there's also there are parallels between Luke yeah. and Vesemir yeah. and, you know, what they should have been in the... Yeah, older, master, bearded yeah. guy. So on know. the subject of um, the witches, uh, I was thinking about this earlier, and this is to do with the whole Witcher franchise, not just the uh, TV show. Mm. But the concept of the Witcher is like a <laughs> mutant... Who undergoes a a ritual to transform into something that can uh, has a uh, being that has special powers and yeah, is good at fighting monsters strength, and stuff. Yeah, good eyesight, uh, yeah. That affected pop culture way more than people realize, because the have you ever played the Dragon Age games? No. So in the Dragon Age games, there's a a bunch of people uh, knights called the Grey Wardens. Yeah. And these also happen to undergo a ritual, which like three out of every ten people survive, which allows them to sense monsters have the ability to fight monsters using special abilities, and it's like a closed-off kind of uh, group of people. When, when did the first Dragon Age come out? Oh, a, oh, 2000s it, I mean, yeah, but after the book. No, no, no. When did the first Witcher come out, though? Like the game, first book. Game. Game. Uh, game? The, the book would predate... Oh, yeah, I'm no, no, I'm the, talking, no, but I'm talking about because remember the books weren't popular internationally until the game. All started. it takes is he's one, still, all it takes is one Polish first. employee. Yeah, bio that's what but that's what I was going to say is that that sounds like a direct. Uh, oh, they ripped it off. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. they ripped it off. Bad. Yeah. So there was probably one guy who read the books, but like Dragon first, Age Origins came out in 2009. Oh, that's not at, that the, at the end of 2009. Yeah. So yeah. Well, Witcher, Witcher one and two had already come out at that point. Right? The games. They'd be yeah, 2007. Yeah. Yeah. So th- they absolutely ripped off yeah. the concept, so which that, originally that, comes from the yeah, books. That but makes sense. Still, yeah. I just I just like that because that's such a but cool that, idea. Yeah. Like but the, the, I mean, that idea I'm, I'm sure has been done before. I mean, spe- super soldiers in sci-fi have been a thing forever. Oh, in fantasy, yeah, but, they're a thing. I mean, but I like this idea that it's like they're mutants whose bodies are changed yeah. through like potions, magic, and yeah. training. Like, it's like the dirty paladin. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you're not really holy, but you're doing it for neutral to good reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to I like the idea, yeah, that a lot of people who go through the trolls don't so make it, yeah. Like it's a, I know in, it breaks you down to build Dragon you back Age, up. Kind of thing. All the people who die are still considered brothers. Yeah, it's like well, the fact that you yeah, went yeah, on this, yeah. it's like you're still considered a Grey Warden. That's cool. Even if you die, it's like well, yeah. they have like also, a graveyard and yeah. stuff. This also but. like ties into the fact that people treat witches in the in the universe like they're freaks. Yeah, it's the same. It's kind of similar in Dragon Age, except they're almost like forgotten. It's like oh, I remember those, like the yeah. Jedi in Star Wars. Yeah, uh, it's a similar thing. Also, like, they mention in the show that witches aren't really a thing anymore. Like, you can't make us anymore or something. Yeah. So, it's like they're kind of special now or like they're It's sort of like the magic is sort of not like, I guess, like... The sacking of the sacking of Kemoyan, I'm yeah. pretty sure they lost all of their like ma- they, lo- they lost their knowledge or yeah. they lost their tools. I can't remember which. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's to do with Kemoyan. Yeah. And I, I think... Which will probably be seen in the season animated two. thing and in season yeah. two. Like it's l- lost, but also not really lost. Yeah, uh, there'll be they a don't plot, have there'll be a plot device. I yeah, think yeah. they so, don't have an. I feel like it's it's half the fact that 
They don't have Kermoyan as their base. They're not an organization like they once used to. Yeah, they, they used to be an to order. Tra- they used to be an order. Yeah. They used to be training. It's sort of like we can't do it anymore because a combination of we don't have the materials, we don't have the yeah. We have also like people don't take us seriously. Yeah, it's sort of. It's not that they don't, I don't like think it's us. That they can't do it. Yeah, it's just that they're not in the right you, space yeah. to do it. You, there's like probably not even people with yeah. the knowledge anymore. Yeah, it's like I feel like that's sort of not the case with the knowledge part of it. Well, what's it like in well, the games then? Where, where are you drawing this from? Well, most of the games, yeah. Because, like, the games, they well, have, like, training and they have, is like, it, a is library. It ever, is, it, and- is it ever stated if Vesemir... Vesemir... Did Vesemir physically create Geralt as a witcher or yeah, did he, no, he, yeah, did. he, he just did. train him? Vesemir so turned Maya, Geralt into so a witcher. So Vesemir at least has the yeah. knowledge. Maya, and yeah. So yeah. There's, there's other that's, witches that's out there. That's sort of what I mean. Yeah. Like the knowledge is at least it's there in reality. I'm assuming season two. My, my assumption is season one of season two's plot points will be the regaining of Kemoyan or yeah. Yeah, the, the I gathering think, of materials. The, yeah, I, I think, think there might be that, a journey of knowledge. Yeah, now that they've set up like the universe and the the main three characters, season two, now they can introduce the, oh, there's some more witches, there's Vesemir. Uh, yeah, I think that's my ultimate point I was getting at is that they say they can't do it anymore, but, you know, Vesemir's alive in this story yeah. and he turned Geralt into a witcher. So it's like, True. is the knowledge lost? I feel yeah. like not really. But also like through the, through the story and then the way that, the characters go talk about it it's like do you really want them to make more witches it's kind yeah, of like exactly, a thing yeah. of like yeah it's not yeah exactly it's not a thing of like yeah we're going to create super soldiers there's no downsides it's like we have to take small children and like pretty much abuse them until they're yeah. super and soldiers they might yeah, die. yeah they and, might and die. most of them die in the process <laughs> so yeah it's kind of a thing of even if they could would or should they so I think that that's yeah. another thing of like even if they could, it's like there probably just wouldn't be that many anyway. But we see another Witcher in the series, so there's still there's still more. Yeah, well he gets he wasn't very good. He wasn't a very good Witcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah he uh, was a B grade one. <laughs> Wait, who? The he, random he, who got killed. He gets killed by the, the Striga. Striga. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a, see because I always assumed that Geralt's hair was white because he was a Witcher and like the mutation changed him and that's why everyone was like ah oh, the freak you know his eyes are yellow whatever yeah but then there's might- the other Witcher who has brown hair and then they uh, they kind of hint at the fact that because Geralt is like almost a hundred years old he just has grey hair because he's really old which I'm like that's pretty cool too. But then I'm pretty sure in the books they they have gray hair because of the mutation. Uh, let me look that up real quick. Yeah, which I mean, either way. But I, I thought it was cool. Like you, when you become a witcher and your hair kind of goes gray because of the process. So according to some randoms on the internet, mm. so take this with a grain of salt. Ne- Neckbeard's the the most reliable source. Uh, Geralt's hair was caused by extra mutations he underwent, uh, which but, uh, which caused not, loss of pigmentation. Because not all witches have. White hair. Yeah. So, according to um, people on the internet, he underwent extra mutations, okay. which caused loss of pigmentation in his hair. So, other witches who don't get the extra stuff that Geralt did uh, do not lose the pigmentation. So that's interesting. Did he get more because he was stronger? Did Vesemir like him more? You know, that's an interesting. Yeah. So uh, that might be actually be explored in season two, maybe, yeah. or the uh, the animated film. Yeah. 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 So um, that could be wrong. That's just what I read on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> The internet. There's no misinformation on the internet, as we all know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so going back to the timeline, like I do, yeah, I do like it, but it should have been longer, a bit more fleshed out, a bit more room to breathe. I think it also doesn't really do a good job of explaining the world. 
Like yeah. I don't, I don't like I understand like what the different kingdoms are, where yeah. they're situated. You know how whose alliance? You know how Game of Thrones used to open with the world map. Yeah, right. At least, at least that way, passively, you kind of well, get an understanding about where things are located in relation. That's what to I was going to say. Is like I know they don't want to be compared to Game of Thrones. I know it's unfair. Then there are different shows. I don't. You know, you don't want to compare them. The Witcher is definitely more of an adventure show. Yeah, fan, like higher fantasy, whereas Game of Thrones is more about that politics and the. The, the chess game. But yeah, I think they could have done a better job in The Witcher of just, yeah, like setting up who who are the players, the geography, the difference yeah. between the kingdoms, like the continent itself um, and the conjunction of fears that apparently led to the monsters in like invading the continent, yeah. which in the show is just not explained. <laughs> That's such a D&D idea. Oh, yeah, it's all. cool as shit. But in the show, they're just like the conjunction. And I was just like... Okay, and but in in the yeah. I started playing the game after watching the show, The Witcher Three, and it starts with you know the conjunction of spheres mashed dimensions together, and a whole bunch of yeah. crazy creatures came into the continent. I was like, they should just have that at the start of the show. I know yeah. they don't want to copy the games. I know they don't yeah. want to handhold they, too much. If they take anything from the games, I want them to take. I don't know how much you played. I want them to take Letho. The, um, he's like almost a bad guy. He's he's from another Witcher school. He's from yeah. the Viper. I think he's from the Viper school. Yeah, and he's almost a bad guy, but he's like another Witcher. So Geralt's just like, I have to respect you, but you're a nasty dude. That's another thing they'll they'll introduce because he's the Brotherhood of the Wolf, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. The there clan, are other the wolf schools. Clan, yeah, and then oh. there's other Witcher schools. That's cool. Can we have like an '80s montage where the, where the they have to go up against other school? Oh uh, yeah, in the a tournament, co- the Cobra Clan, <laughs> the like Witcher the, Cobra the Clan. The thing about the different, they only really d- so much like the games only deal with this briefly. I'm sure it's investigated more in the books, but like it's almost like the different schools have different ethoses, and yeah. the Clan of the like the School of the Wolf are like sort of more, I guess, honorable. Yeah, but the Vipers Viper, are just like snakes, in true '80s yeah. bad guys fashion. They're just like yeah. I want to get paid. I'll do whatever yeah. it takes. And they, like, kill people or whatever. It's, yeah. like, they're not a good order. That, yeah, that would be cool and for... Letho's sort of, like, an interesting character because, like, he's in The Witcher 3. At a point, you can... He's a side, there's a side mission where, you, like, you can uh, sort of encounter him or... He's basically the most... One of the most wanted men in the land. I think. And, and, and Geralt's just like, I should kill you, but we're a rare breed. So, yeah. it's, like, it's obviously up to the player's decision what they do. Yeah, yeah. The way the game is made. But, like, in my playthrough, I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll save you... Yeah, because we need you know witches need to yeah, stick witches together. Stick together, yeah. <laughs> but it's like there's more. I've like there's a lot of room in the next season for if especially if it's Vesemir and it's maybe takes yeah. place in Kaimoran. Those sort of dynamics that, could be cool. That that, oh, that that definitely seems like something they'll play with. If not in the second season, then in the animated thing or in future seasons. But yeah, I think they they needed to have because you know Game of Thrones. The first season does a really good job of just setting up all the kingdoms and the characters, and it's a slower show. And there's more characters, but they could have done something similar in The Witcher without like slowing down the yeah. show. And I think there's a bit in, and that's Yennefer's character because she's young, naive. She's lived her whole life on a farm, being abused by her parents. She's a hunchback. No one likes her, and all of a sudden she's taken up Hogwarts, basically. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you know, we're going to train kind you. Kind of mean Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And and then and they're like, yeah, we're going to train you to be a super powerful mage. And it's like, and then like we said, she's just a mage. In next next episode, yeah. I was like, they should have used her as the character to introduce the kingdoms and the world. And there's even a map in the Brotherhood's uh, uh, meeting room, yeah. like you know, 
Yeah, I'm like, yeah. use that map. Don't don't handhold, you know, don't have a thing going like here's and then have it zoom in or whatever. Like, just have her go into the, like, maybe one night she goes into uh, the room and she's looking at the map and there's different kingdoms, uh, you know, mapped out on there. Or maybe because the mages, the brotherhood, they send mages to be advisors to each kingdom, they have a thing, all their fingers in all the pies. They know yeah. all the political situations. Have one of Yennefer's lessons be about the political situation, the kingdoms. Who's the king in this side? Oh, I don't know. Get a slap on the hand by the rectors. Try again. Yeah. I know it's a bit exposition-y, but that's the fun world-building stuff we love. And it's the stuff they do really well in the Game of Thrones season one, where it's like you just have the young Stark children learning yeah. about the kingdoms, the houses. Oh, what's the ha- what's the house motto? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, you should learn better. It's this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's expositiony, but it's fun. And people love that shit. They have and t-shirts. They have mugs of that. But also the fact, that doesn't this world, do that. The, the fact that this world is so dense, they kind of needed just a little bit of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's yeah, what I'm saying yeah. is like, it's yeah, like it's expositiony, but also you kind of need it because yeah, I don't know in, what in the, the fuck's show, going in on. The show, in a show this dense with lore, I don't you know, need some exposition. I don't know anything about Nilfgaard and I don't know anything about Sintra other than the fact that I think they say Nilfgaard's from the south and Sintra's to the north. That's all I know. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. King... King there's uh, Voltest. Voltest. There's, where's he, where the fuck's he's from? I don't know. Where, there's a few, yeah, where, there's a few where was Where was the kingdom that Yennefer got sent to to be the advisor to for all those years? You don't fucking know. <laughs> Just <laughs> random fucking, you know. Yeah. yeah. So they needed to do a bit better job there. Um, and like I said, it needs to be longer and stretch that out. Also, it needs to be longer because the relationships are really rushed. Yeah. Like Yennefer and Geralt are just like, I hate you, I love you, next episode happens. I was like, hang on a sec. Mm. Same with same, Yennefer and what's his name? Istrid, the guy yep. she falls in love with yep. when she's still a hunchback. Magical Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, he's an archaeologist. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, more, that, that could have had more world building too because he's literally have an archaeologist a, who digs yeah, up the past, yeah, artifacts, magic and stuff. Have him on a dig stuff. dealing with dangerous magic. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like this, the perfect place to introduce like the world, and the fact that another thing, like Yennefer's half elvish, right? Quarter elvish, quarter or something, elvish, something yeah. like that. They could have investigated that a little. That's bit. another thing. They they say that elves were uh, persecuted and genocided by humans, um, and are now like uh, second class citizens yeah. are have been pushed out yeah. of their homeland. Classic fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Except you, I'm trying to think. Like usually, elves are like always cool. So, or was I mean, it, is that J, did J.R. Tolkien start that? No. So the traditionally elves or fairies or whatever were bad. Like you know, like they yeah, would like, steal your children. But and like, shit and, we, I think we talked about this then, on another episode where I was like, before Lord of the Rings, like elves were always like little Santa elves, like you know, troublemakers, like little gnomes. Well, see, and I, 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 I was trying to figure out if Tolkien created no, he didn't. the so, idea of the long, no, beautiful, no. No, so tall. It, go, go, it goes back to Anglo-Saxon um, poetry and, and like bard tales yeah. uh, with like famously like Thomas the Rhymer. Yeah. Uh, it was a bard who went into the fairyland because he uh, got seduced by the fairy queen and a yeah. whole bunch of stuff. And they were all proper sized people. She rode okay. on a big white horse. Yeah. Uh, and all that stuff. So the concept of the elf beautiful. or fairy as a yeah. tall, beautiful creature. Uh, goes back quite a while, okay. but the most popular version of the elf or the fairy is the little pixie. Yeah, and Tolkien kind of did bring that into mainstream yeah. consciousness because then you get to like wow, and it's like if you or other other um, fantasy games where it's like if you pick the elf class, you're a tall, 
yeah, they're all guy beautiful. With yeah, the long hair exactly, and the big yeah. ears. Um, but the, the 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 notion of the elf in this show, like, it's pretty common. So it's like I the, like I like that idea that the elves in this show are like yeah, like forced out of their homeland and are persecuted. Yeah, because like but, the, the the human archetype in fantasy is kind of rough. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like the kind of yeah, they come from the earth, but they're also kind of bad. Yeah, <laughs> but know, like, the the thing I didn't like is again the the show just rushes past all this and just like they say it and then they move on and then yeah, then there's another episode uh, later on with the the gin the genie and then there's like an elf guy who's just walking around. He's like a doctor and he's got armor and I'm like. Wait, if if elves are second class citizens and have been persecuted, why is he just allowed to be part of this army or whatever? I was just like, what? I know El- this takes place at least a decade after. El- elves or- are elves are allowed to exist in society, yeah, but it's very much a racist system. And because the thing about the Witcher, the, especially in the games, it goes into a lot about this. There's the Scoyatel, mm. which are like the rebels. They want to sort of live on their own law, sort of thing. Live in elven society. Are they the ones that kidnap? Geralt at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're sort of like a, uh, a conservative group of like elves and other magical creatures, not just limited to elves. Yeah. Where it's like they want to live how they always have lived before the yeah, human invasion. Yeah. Um, but elves and other, um, you know, species of magical creature can live in the human realms, but they are very much second or third class citizens of that yeah. sort of thing. Um, and they obviously have to abide by the human laws, which place them at the bottom of the ladder. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's okay. it's, it's so uh, segregation again, and all that kind of they stuff. Again, they should have maybe played that. Yeah, they should have played that with a bit more. Like yeah. maybe Geralt has to go to the elvish quarter of town. Yeah, basically. It's stuff like, like that that could have done. They could have done, done yeah. very simple. Like yeah, they, it's like a ghetto sort yeah. of, yeah. Yeah, again, you don't have to... Carnival Row kind of thing. Like go yeah, down to Carnival Row, it's, which it's are, Carnival you know, Row, get out of here, yeah. you freak. You know, yeah, it's they could have just done yeah. something like that. They could that. have Carnival Row it and it would have been fine. Yeah, but I, like again, it didn't have to be a whole handhold the exposition. They, yeah, but they barely show magical creatures outside of like rebel camps in the show. Yeah, and that's the other thing is like the the monster. Yeah, the I, I like again. I like the Geralt's adventure, Witcher adventures. You know that kind of short story segmented nature. But I think they they could have done a better job with that as well, where it's like because he's just like they're just like oh there's a monster at the edge of town he's like okay and he goes and fights it <laughs> I was like okay I just for a second I just got yeah. my hand like, yeah, it's it's like, like okay he goes use this he's like this stuff. but it's like I feel like there should have been more of a like like an investigation. Like, yeah. oh, there's his, there's some tracks, he's some dung. You do a lot of that in the games. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. is that too much like the games? But I'm sure the book is but like I'm, that as yeah. well because he's a he's a monster hunter. Yeah, you, yeah, don't you have, have to you have to find the monster. Yeah, you don't. And how do you find the monster without yeah. investigation? He's like a ranger. Yeah, yeah. Monsters don't just like hang out during the day on this edge of town and he can go like punch him up. No, it's like he has to go find their den. But like, and then he has to yeah, but, once he defeats them, he has to like blow up the den so that no other magical creatures can come. Yeah, but even exactly, but like, but also. Some of the more dangerous monsters in the law, like werewolves and spectres, have their own sort of. You can't just go and find them. It's like you have to know where, like the corpse is buried, or yeah, like or you, the werewolf is a person when it's not full moon. So it's like you have to know who the werewolf is, and well, it's like that's it's why another layer of investigation. I think the it's best, not always so simple as finding yeah, the striga. I think the best monster fight, or you know, in terms of that, is the striga episode because it's like it's a woman. You can't just go up and kill her. It's like, we need to break the curse. How do we do that? Have to fight her until 
morning. Yeah. So he's like, and he realizes that, and he's like, oh shit, and he like starts drinking all these steroid potions. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. This is like where I want from yeah. all the things where it's like he has to plan a thing, and then he has to fight her and like all night. And that was a cool fight because it's mostly practical, which we'll talk about maybe now. And then, yeah, and then he saves her and it's like, it's not, yeah, like that's the, but then, yeah, there's other, there's other ones where he just like kills the monster and it's like the end. It's like, there's not a process or a discovery or he doesn't have to, you know, drink or. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I know it's not, I know we're not reviewing the games, but they do a lot of that in the games and it works really well. And I feel like even though the show is based on the books, I feel like that would, that would be something from the books that the games took further because it's a game and you, yeah, you yeah. Uh, craft things and whatever. But I feel like the show could still have that mm, without def- without definitely. slowing it down and without Cause that, but getting that, it's to... Like, again, what we go to is world building is good and you could all, having investigations. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, having, you, could also, you could also do stuff with like in terms of the investigations. You could also have Yasky trying to help him and he'll muddle up some tracks and Geralt's like, fuck. Yeah. You know, or like maybe yeah. Yasky would be like sniffing some shit. But, and he's like, no, this this smells like this could be from this. Even, he's like, no, yeah, that's roaches. No. Yeah. But like, even, no, no. Yeah, again, that's horse stuff. again in the games, like sometimes Dandelion helps. Like Geralt obviously is annoying to Geralt. Yeah. But Dandelion has skills that Geralt doesn't have. Yeah. And like he uses those skills to complete his missions. Yeah. Because, you know, Dandelion might be able to infiltrate a Gift party the better than the... Yeah. You know, he can in, he can infiltrate better than Geralt can because yeah. he looks like a normal person and he's not yeah. threatening. He's a bard, he has charm, he has wit. Yeah. It's like there's all sorts of these different approaches that they use in the games, I'm sure the books, mm. that they could have used a little bit better in the TV show, like yeah. in terms of investigation and finding clues. Yeah, they don't have to go full with it, but yeah, just yeah. have him like kneel down and find a track. There's a bit in the the... Witcher 3 game, which I just started, and where you find a dead griffin, and he's like, oh, he's inspecting, the he's inspecting yeah, the corpse, yeah. and he's like, oh, the, the, the beak is, it's a female because the beak is yeah. this length, or, you know, and he's like, oh, it's just, you know, recently, it's, it's feather, it's a, it's this subbreed of griffin because of the barbs on the feathers, so he could have just done that. Yeah, that's all good world building stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, hopefully we'll get another Witcher game. Yeah, well, I think they've said they're, they're, they're open to making another one, right? So I, only, also, only because they got the author's support now. Yeah, <laughs> I, also know, I also read I also read that this time, he's. Uh, I think that they changed their updating the contract all this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so now the, now uh, the, the author gets okay. a little bit of money. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm happy for him. You know, like, I, can, well, I, I, I mean... <laughs> I'm not, I put myself in his it's shoes. His, it's his own fault for taking yeah. the lump sum <laughs> yeah. instead of the, gro- the, like the, percent, the yeah. percentage I gross. Like, but keep in mind, if he's, I don't know exactly how old this gentleman <laughs> he's, he's an old man but he's if, like he's 70. A, if he's at least a boomer it wouldn't surprise me if he's like there's no money in video games just give me a check well that's the <laughs> yeah. thing is when the first witcher came out he was just like fuck yeah just, just give me the money i don't like, want that and then the game was huge and he's like i want my money and they're like but you chose the lump sum yeah and he's that. like i hate the games and you're it's like <laughs> wait a second everyone loves the games. why didn't you like the games he's like because i didn't make any money but, no, but now that they've sort of settled their beef there's hope for another one now. Yeah. At least with his support. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. So yeah. Well, more world building. Yeah. Stretch like, it out a little I, bit I more. I feel like, take your yeah, time. you know, as, as shitty as Game of Thrones became in the end, the first season is so good for like setting everything up. Like, you know, you know where everything is, where all the kingdoms, who, who's allies, who's this, you know, all the players, all the political, uh, you know, they needed just a bit more of that. And you could have easily done that with Yennefer. Or even Siri, because Siri doesn't do a lot. She just runs through the forest. Yeah. So you could have had a couple of scenes where it's like, 
Mausak teaching because he's like her mentor and he's like teaching her things. Yeah. Like, and he's like, be careful of this kingdom because they're this and you know yada yada. And she asked him, you know, she's a kid. She should ask him lots of questions. But also, she has some magical ability, yeah? Yes. Which we don't see a lot of. Just She just has screaming powers at the moment. Oh, and in, she, she in does the that. Games, there's a, <coughs> in the game, she has more. Yeah. So it but it's been, still early. It's still early, but it would have been cool the, to also see. Also, in the game, takes place like a decade after. So she's yeah, in like her 20s there, or whatever. But there are some scenes when she's a kid in the game. Yeah, there's flashbacks. But yeah. like, I, I would have been cool to see even just sort of like... Her getting trained a little bit by, like, different people and just, exa- like, trying to push her limits. Yeah, I think there definitely should have been... Like I said earlier, there needed to be more relationship-building scenes because, yeah, it feels very rushed. Like, Yennefer and Geralt just together, Yennefer and Istria just straight love and then they hate each other and then... And, um... Uh, what's her name? Renfrey... It's like she's just in the forest and Geralt bumps into her and she's like, oh, that Stregobor guy, uh, you know, he made me this way. I'm going to get revenge on him. And he's like, and Geralt's like, maybe you shouldn't. And she's like, hey, want a bone? He's like, okay. And then she (laughs) leaves and is like, wait, what? You needed another episode at (laughs) least if you were going to do that. Yeah. Um, Especially because then they fight and it's like an emotional thing. And he's like, I don't want to kill you. You should leave now. And I was just like, this is a cool fucking fight, but... Like, come on. Like, I, I feel nothing. Who's Renfrey? I don't know. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's the same thing with, with like, Siri and Mausak. They should have developed that relationship because then he dies and gets taken over but by... But also, like, yeah, the relationship between Siri and Mausak could have been used better to give us a, an yeah. insight into Scoia'tael society a little bit more. Yeah, more, yeah, exactly. Like, let's see how the other half lives. Yeah. You know, that you got that also, whole dynamic between seen, rich and seen, poor. Yeah, we haven't seen, really seen elves in town so far. Yeah, that's another thing. Is that she? She's uh, a princess. Yeah. She's, she's a princess, but she plays with the poor boys. She dresses up like a peasant boy, yeah. and like goes and plays. We, uh, we could have had some sort of play on that. There could have been. Yeah, she should have been gone down to the the low end, like the the ghetto part of town, whatever. That's another thing they ripped out of from. Dra- that's another thing they ripped off in Dragon Age. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But you know, like yeah, this needs to be at least ten episodes minimum, maybe even more. And the first couple of episodes should have just been like really long, uh, just about like Sintra, about the kingdoms, like learning about all the geography and the like. What are the differences politically and <laughs> yeah, legit. socially? I swear, poor by poor, not poor Bioware, poor wi- uh, the dude who wrote The Witcher, um, Andre. Yeah, <laughs> getting his properties ripped off real hard. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, they're uh, all tropes. Somewhere. Yeah, to be fair, a lot of the, the yeah, what, Witcher imagine, tropes, yeah, like from the book, are tropes. I know, already. but. <laughs> it makes good video games, so yeah. for both Witcher <laughs> yeah. and Bioware. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like there could have been more world building, yeah. especially with the Scoia'tael and like the magical. Yeah, explaining, creatures. yeah, explaining how the magical mm. creatures that aren't straight up monsters, because yeah, it's like Geralt doesn't kill magical creatures; he kills monsters. Yeah, like you know, beasts type. Yeah, and that annoys, re- and that annoys refuses, people. <laughs> yeah, he re- he refuses to kill that goat man. Yeah, because he's like, no, the goat man's a man. The goat's not a monster. Yeah, like, yeah, he's he has a free thinking individual. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, also, and he, and yeah, I wanted he refuses to see more to kill um, Siri's father. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to see more drowners in the show. Yeah. Oh, that that'll probably be in, but later. Uh, because they're a constant annoyance in the games. Yeah, every time you go near water, there's like, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, like they'll definitely obviously have more monsters as the show goes on. But I mean, this series could have had more, yeah, <laughs> argu- yeah. arguably. There wasn't yeah. a lot of witching going also, on. Also, yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's also, because they were bogged down a lot with dealing with the Anifers plot too. Yeah, so it's like it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit harder to get away with just like having James, like a James, monster Henry Cavill I mean, fist. Yeah. Like James was saying earlier, it's like now things have been defined. Yeah, at yeah. least as, now, as far yeah. as they define. Now season two, you don't have to worry about. Yeah, like, yeah, like we already uh, know who people are, so now we can just go. Yeah. And, and we got a bathtub scene. Yeah, we got, we got more than one, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but you know, Henry Cavill had to dehydrate himself for something like three days. Yeah, they to achieve the sort every, of yeah, cut every time. Of, yeah, every time an actor has like a yeah. topless scene, you have to like you work really, really hard up until like two days before, and then like you just stop and you like dehydrate, and then your skin tightens or some shit. Like Henry Hugh Jackman did it for Wolverine. Wolverine. Like it's so you get that specific like. Yeah. Really peak, cut, peak really fucking cut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And he's not a fan. <laughs> oh, look, I'm oh man, he's in yeah. great shape. I don't get. No, but he's not a fan of dehydrating. Yeah, like, like I don't, I don't days. see the big deal. Like, yeah, I know he's sexy. It's good to see him sexy in the bathtub, like Gerald. Look, even if he was like had a bit of a gut, he's still no, the most good-looking gonna... person <laughs> yeah, I've ever yeah, seen. That's, what, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Look at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If, if, no one would complain if Henry Cavill didn't have a really cut, tight yeah, skin. Yeah. He's as still as like as the fucking. As long as, as, long as he's, how does he maintain? How does he eat enough protein? The man's no. poor. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> as long as he's vaguely muscly. Yeah, I'm fine. Actually, no. To be That's fair, it. witches like, can eat raw meat. We talked about this one time. Yeah, they have like a fast metabolism. Yeah, they, like, can, they can eat yeah. a ton of stuff normal people, and can. they can like roid themselves out, which <laughs> yeah. would normally kill a human person. But with like, just, so his physique yeah. might be earned, I guess. He yeah. just eats raw chicken. He's like, yeah, yeah, don't need to get rid of those <laughs> calories. <laughs> <laughs> just like drink lots of wine. Just feel like I'm not even feeling anything. But um, what was I saying? Yeah, like I would like I th- we talked about this once ages ago, maybe on the old show. I'm like, I know there's like this like cut thing that everyone loves yeah but I'm like, i like the the beefy kind of um 1930s like strong man i think that suits the, the uh, yeah, hero, yeah. like i think that suits superheroes and like medieval worlds better yeah like it feels more realistic you know because to, to get that cut look it's a very modern idea yeah, it's a modern thing it's it like, wasn't, it's we, like we, we like our we like our heroes like david harbour oh he's big no, not to, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about, about X Men 1 Wolverine and not like, <laughs> yeah. A, uh, like Logan Wolverine where he's like full cut. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a very modern look because to get that look, you need to do modern exercises with an understanding of muscle groups. Yeah. As well as have the perfect diet. Yeah. Whereas you know medieval I mean? strongmen were just strong because they had to like lift heavy things all day. Yeah, they would have eaten a sparse diet and lifted heavy shit, and yeah. as a result, they were no, they thin. Been, they would have had guns. Yeah, they would have eaten a ton. No, don't you I need mean, to eat a ton to at least maintain muscle mass. They would have done okay, but I don't know if they would have had the protein shakes. Alan's the, in the other studio. We will get the doctor in here. But you let's, know what I mean. Let's do, <laughs> this episode has now become what were gladiators really like? <laughs> so you Fit see, wiry. you see, back in the day, gladiators. It was not like but in this the was movies. Rome. They would have had a lot of food, right? That's oh, true. Yeah, true. Yeah, actually, that's what I was going to say. Is gladiators were actually treated like re- well. like wrestlers are now, like a w- yeah. WWE. Like it's like they were fed and they were, they were celebrities. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. no, they wasn't that lethal because no? it was a show. Yeah, because like, really if you kept killing everyone, you wouldn't have a show the next day. Yeah, yeah. yeah the exactly. whole point was to generate. So you train. It's like a circus. Yeah, it's like a circus. it's like the modern WWE, but yeah, more dangerous, but like not not fully lethal because yeah, uh, you couldn't kill your star off. 
Yeah. What you what if your big gladiator I love, star I got killed love off? I just love gladiators and... off topic now, but gladiators <laughs> going to different towns and being like, I hate these people. All roads lead to Rome, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, you know, like slagging off the <laughs> sort of the current town. <laughs> the last town was better. They had better wine. Uh, Spartacus does a heel turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so I, we'll talk about the monsters. Most of them look pretty good. Some of the CGI was really bad, (laughs) but when they do it practically, which is why I like the Striga, it looks really good. They should stick to practical. In the last episode, when those zombie ghouls come out of the ground, look like shit. I hated it. I was like, you could have just had guys in suits. It would have been fine. So today I was watching uh, Hulu. I I was watching uh, what movies they had on Cinemax. Mm. And on the live channels, our troll was playing from the 80s. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. now, There's like I, seven of those, isn't there? This is the <laughs> they original. They just kept churning them out. This is the original. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Louis, Louis Dreyfus? Julia Louise Dreyfus? I don't know I if think, she's in it. I think she's in it. Anyway, um, they had the CG. I was watching the CG effects. I was just you know, sitting there looking at the CG effects on the yeah. screen. Wasn't Jennifer Aniston in one of those movies? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Oh, no, that was Leprechaun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, all, they're all trash. Uh, they're all yeah. fucking trash. Anyway... The special effects were those, you know, in the 80s, they had that beautiful thing where they would draw on the film. Yeah. That's what I just want to see. Oh, if you're having magic. Remember, yeah. Remember when we were, ta- when we were watching De- Deathstalker and you got so excited because they drew the, like the lightning yeah, effects no, like, on the... If you're going to have magic yeah, and hear me out, it has to be drawn on. Because no, like the magic I didn't have a problem with. It's the monsters that look <laughs> yeah, like shit. No, but here's my thing. I'm watching this and I'm like, the drawn on, like onto the cell kind of effect. Yeah. It both shows that it's it's CGI. It's not, it wouldn't even be considered CGI. No. It's just yeah. special effect. But it also indicates it's out of this world. It's like a different yeah. plane. I'm like, I really thought that was really charming. I was like, I'd love to see that in The Witcher. <laughs> they could <laughs> get away with that with like specters, maybe slightly. No, but you know, no. like like no. like drawn on lightning. <laughs> This, I know it's not a popular opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I love those cheesy effects, but from, from keep cheesy, them in the movies, like, keep yeah. them in the cheesy movies. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I just thought it was great, and I'd like to see that shit. No, more practical would be better. Yeah, like because there's there's that bit in the dragon episode where um, Yaskia finds that monster in the bushes. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, you're a little, little cutie," and then it like stands up, yeah. it's really tall. It was ugly. I wrote down uh, a Harika, I think it's called. Yeah. Look like absolute shit. CGI fucking nonsense. It did look terrible. Like. You're spending all this time and money on this show. Just have a guy in a suit. Yeah, it's I mean, not a big deal. Mind you, if you I had a dollar every time you said that, though. Yeah, you put stilts on him. He's a bit taller. You can CGI a couple of bits so he looks, like, awkward in certain places. Yeah. It's, we, we always talk about it. The, the combination of CGI and practical is what the sweet is spot. the best thing yeah. for modern movies and shows. If you go one, If you go all the way practical, that's great, but it has some limitations. If you go all the way CGI, almost always looks like shit. Yep. That big spider at the start looked kind of cool. Yeah, but it was also a dark shot. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, and it wasn't on screen for long either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the dragon looked good though. That was all CGI. Yeah. That looked good. They, dragon looked see, good. they took time for that because that was like a main thing. But the other little monsters, they're just like, oh, just do it quickly, you know? Yeah. You need to spend the same amount of time on all of them. Um, yeah, the Striga looked the best. Also, this, again, this comes from the games and stuff. And I'm sure he's in the books to an extent, but I, I feel like they they could probably work it into season two now that Siri is like that Geralt is taking Siri under his wing. But like a, a a bestiary, a bestiary, what's it called? You know that the your list of monsters and their weaknesses and 
Yeah, yeah. He could have mentioned that in some. He could have opened, even if he just opened a book and it yeah. just had like it didn't pictures even have and to, notes. It doesn't even and... have to be a physical book. Like he could have just mentioned to Yaskia, like, I know that this is this type of monster and the weaknesses of that type of monster is X, Y, and Z. I mean, like in in the games, at least, it, quite often you, you're sort of meant to refer to the beast jury and like, yeah, it sort of makes sense for Geralt to not know everything off the top of his head. Yeah. Because there's a lot to learn. That's true too. Yeah, yeah that'd be like, cool. There's a be lot cool. of, yeah. Like, I remember, in, I think it was the second game, um, there's a scene where it's like a flashback of like Geralt's training and there's like books and he's not very good at his training. Yeah. And there's books upon books and Vesemir's like, you got to learn this shit. It's like, yeah. you, it's like, you're so going to be a like man season, I feel like season two is going to be so much better than season yeah. one. And Geralt gets frustrated because he can't retain all the knowledge. And he, obviously he d- ends up doing fine. Yeah. But like, he has to have bestiary. They should Because do- he refers to it like yeah. you would, right? They they could do that with potions as well. Like he, he yeah, has what to did, mix yeah. certain things. Like he has the recipes. Like, yeah. he can't be expected to be, you know. Yeah, a yeah. repository of all knowledge, like, and like we, like I said, it doesn't have to it doesn't have to stop the whole show, so he can look through a book and have. Yeah. He should just be like, "Oh shit, I have to fight this monster," or even reciting something like a like a like. Yeah, something he's like you- he's like, "What do I need? What do I need?" He like grabs his pet well, saddle like, bag and he's like, grabs when out. When he's at camp, he just flicks through it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. You can just see him, just like even if this is like a side, if he's not, he might not be the center of the shot. Yeah. But he can just he can yeah. In the dragon episode, while everyone's joking yeah. and stuff, yeah. he could be like in the background. His... Yeah, he could yeah. or he could have been like pouring a thing into a vial and yeah. like, yeah. mixing yeah. mixing certain things. That would have been cool. Send us a check, please. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Like this show is good, but we just yeah. made it fucking great. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, I love also that Henry Cavill did his own stunts. Like he oh, committed yeah. to the role. Well, let's talk about the characters now because we've been rambling on for over an hour and we haven't even talked about the main characters. So Geralt. Played by Henry Cavill. Best casting ever. Fucking killed it. One, he's a big fan of the books and the games. Yeah. He's played, he's read them all and played them all. He's a massive nerd in real life. Yeah. And when he, as soon, I remember as soon as he heard that the show was a thing, they hadn't cast in anything, like on Twitter and everything, yeah. he was like, he was publicly, he said, Netflix, yeah. I am Geralt. You can, and you can <laughs> tell he's really excited about the role. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he was on Twitter like th- like the other day after they uh, talking about like, he was like tweeting at the guy who plays uh, Jaskia or whatever, and they're like they ribbing banter, e- yeah, yeah, they're like ribbing each other on Twitter. I'm like, I'm so glad that <laughs> yeah. they still have such <laughs> yeah. enthusiasm because like yeah, it, it's it's like yeah yeah sure he's Superman he's you know he's yeah in, he's like, in, I'm uh, sure Mission Impossible but this is the role he yeah, wants like, to do. I'm sure he was excited when he got cast as Superman, <laughs> yeah. but look how that turned out and yeah. yeah, but I think this was like a different level of excitement. Like he's like. Genuinely, genuinely, like really loves this yeah. character and this, world. and it comes through. Yeah, it comes through because his acting is flawless. The He's vocals, so oh yeah, so tight in my his opinion. girl voice. Mm. Yeah, mm. It's so I wonder good. if it, I wonder if it hurts his voice a little bit to be talking in that sort uh, of lower, gravelly. The, long, yeah, the yeah. longer you do it, you can do vocal exercises and shit. Like voice actors do yeah. it. Mark Hamill can give him some pointers. <laughs> yeah, when he eventually plays. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but he's so good. Like, like Geralt, like, because, again, I hadn't played the game until after finishing the show. And then playing the game, I'm like, Geralt sounds so weird. But people who have played the game before probably think that Henry Cavill sound weird or, like... No, I think it's having... Because you, atta- you get attached to certain characters from, have, from... Having, like, it's a little different. Yeah. But having played the games first... I'm like, it's a close enough. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I I played the games yeah. and I was like, it's fine. It's fine. But like, yeah. 
for me, Henry Cavill's voice is like it's deep. It's a bit deeper. It's than like the games it's, per- it's like perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it's like that's what girl. I don't know a lot about girl, but that's what he should sound like. <laughs> yeah, like, just kind of draw. Just kind of droll dry, yeah. and dry, dry and dry like, gravel and gra- gra- people like, gravel. gravelly. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like, little bit, it's like, not quite, um, like, you know, cigar smoking, whiskey drinking, um... Yeah. Yeah. You know, he sounds like, like he's been slaying monsters for, like, 80 yeah. years. Yeah. He's not quite Tom Waits level, like, <laughs> gravel, yeah. like, sort of, um, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. demon. Um, also, his hair looks dope. Yeah, so um, good. There are a couple of shots where it looked like the wig was really fake and, like, really straight and, like, bright white. I don't know if they changed the wig or if it's like that was early in shooting and later. But most of the time it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it yeah. looks good. Like really cool. Um, the eyes look pretty good. Was the eyes, yeah. Were the eyes CGI or were they uh, lenses? I think they were lenses for most... I think sometimes CGI, but lenses most of the time. Because they look pretty I think um, Yennefer's eyes were CGI all the time though. They were purple. Because they were purple. And like you do... There's a lot of... Clo- I think when they do close-ups, they do CGI so you don't see the... Mm. Um, yeah, contact. Yeah, um, but you know, for like, yeah, I, I look like they did CGI. That hers looked really good. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, and I also like his armor looks really cool. Yeah. Like that kind. Of, it's got black, but it's got like studs in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was fucking cool. Yeah, it's all blacked out. But this is another point I had is like because it takes place over decades, his armor never really changes. There's yeah. a couple of scenes where he has like um, it's been stitched back together. I thought that was cool, and that could have been another visual but, indicator of like the time change. Yeah, just costume change. Yeah, like just slight or like yeah, he has different shoulder pads or whatever. Like he doesn't always have. He's not. It's not a uniform. He doesn't have to wear yeah. it all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. But realistically, he uses whatever he can get. Right. That's true so, too. <laughs> yeah. At some yeah. point, that could have been a better visual indicator for Geralt's timeline. Just yeah. in to have him wearing slightly different clothing in each timeline. Yeah. That could at least when people see this outfit, they would know where they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, like because it makes sense because Yennefer and the other mages don't really age. Geralt doesn't really age, but all the other characters should age, yeah. right? Yeah. But. Most of the human characters don't seem to age that much. I think it's an oversight. Yeah, and like it feels like an oversight. Yeah, Yaskia especially because he's with Geralt the longest. So from when the city starts, like when the sort of there's actually called the modern problems. Yeah, when Yennefer's already a mage. Uh, whenever when Yennefer's already a mage, how long does that last? That span of time between sort of like Siri, I guess Siri. It's like it must be a decade, right? Between Siri getting sort of, I guess, forced into destiny with the law of surprise. You know, though she's pregnant or whatever. Oh, like from episode four when Geralt gets promised the law of surprise. Yeah. That is, she's at least fifteen, maybe a bit younger. So it's a, over a decade from the time she's born. Yeah. Or before, because he leaves before that. But, you know, from when she's yeah. born so to when we see her fleeing the castle. They should have visually aged him up. Yeah. And then, but her his adventures before getting to there with Yaskia were, I think, at least a decade, I, I'm guessing. Maybe it was only a couple of years, but... And then, but before, and then before that, Yennefer's adventures uh, at the mage school went for decades before that. Yeah. And you don't really get a sense of the changing times there's no yeah like i said there's no costume i think that's the overarching sort of problem of the show for me yeah like the timelines weren't a problem for me it was the visual indicators and the rush the rushing to no i think i'd agree with that the timelines would have been much easier to swallow if we had some visual indicator of where we were yeah 
basically. And that's my only real yeah. issue with the show. Like, yeah, like, the, yeah, they really need, yeah, just like a couple of grey hairs or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, also like Geralt's scabbard, because it's on his back, if you think about it, the scabbard on the back doesn't make sense because even if you're really tall, you can't pull your sword out all the way because you'll get stuck in the scabbard because your mm. arm is not that long. Yeah. But like his scabbard seems to be like, it's like a half scabbard, but so he can just pull it out. I thought that was cool. Um, also, I like the idea he's got his uh, steel sword and his silver sword, which I think is a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, and then the silver sword obviously works against monsters because of the magical properties or whatever. Steel sword he uses in normal combat. What's the um, combat in the, the show is on point. I'll get to that. The thing I th- in the see in the I'm sure that's explained in the books and in the game that's expressly explained because it's part of the gameplay. But in the show, if you don't know anything outside of the show, you don't really realize that he's using two different swords. That's true. It's a swords kind of if you yeah, switch is, yeah. between you know it doesn't he doesn't really. Uh, it's not yeah. really shown. Again, they could have shown it visually. They don't have to show it. They don't have to explain it. But if they do, again, he could have, you know, someone in the dragon party could have been like, why are you carrying that fancy sword? It's my silver sword. It's for monsters. Yeah, I don't know. You know. Yeah, yeah. He they, could have been polishing them both and someone could have made a comment. Or... Yeah. Yeah, like you're compensating or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, or, or he could have broke his silver sword or something and be like, that's no, it's like, why don't you use the other one? Or that's no good for what I yeah, need it for. Like, yeah, true. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, but yeah, also I like how, cause witches can cast low level magic, which I, call, I think it's called like throwing signs or something. Yeah, the signs. It's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. They're like you cool. can like force push guys. They're all, they're all, which, there's, again, like, there's not many, but they're all this, utility. Yeah, this, yeah. this is actually why I think uh, earlier in the show, I said it needs to be more nerdier. The one, he the needed one, to be more like, cause he only does the force push one. There's, and I uh, think there's the force push is odd. Something like that. Uh, A-A-R-D. And then there's Erden, which is like a magic trap. Yeah. And there's Quen or something, which is like, sort of like uh, magical armor that like, can take oh, a like hit. Like a shield, yeah. Yeah. And there's Igni, which is like fire. fire yeah. And oh, there's a mind control one. There's a mind control one, which I forget the name of. Yeah. Which it depends on like the effects vary on what you yeah. use. Sometimes if it's an it, like... It's called the Witcher Force trick. Yeah. It, yeah. it can like... If it's like a, a person with enough cognitive ability, which a mind trick. If it's a person oh, with enough cognitive yeah, ability, bad. you can sort of persuade them. If they're sort of like monsters, they're dumb or something. Yeah. You can just sort of stun them. Stun them, yeah. But yeah, there's See, all sorts but of stuff. That's the thing. Like in the show, he only uses the force push. I think once, maybe twice. And I think there's one bit where he lights his fingers on fire just to threaten someone. But other than that, you don't see it. I'm like, there, there needed to be at least another bit where he like yeah. ca- catches a guy on fire or something. Yeah. Or like taps a guy on the shoulder and says, maybe you should leave. And the guy's like, oh, maybe I should leave, you know. <laughs> and, then, and then someone's like, how did you do that? And he's like, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like just a couple more. Because, re- again, season two, I think, will be much better because now they can just be like, here's all the cool witcher shit. Here's Vesemir explaining the wolf clan and the, the you know, there's here's the other witches come in. And then uh, uh, Geralt trains Siri and all this shit. So, yeah. But I feel like they could introduce it more better in the yeah. in this season. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk about the sword fight with Yenfrey, which is fucking awesome. 
Well, I was. I've just been reading some. Actually, uh, all the all the sword fights against human opponents, fucking dope. Yeah, I'm like the choreography. Man. Yeah, like, the choreography. I've been reading some uh, some trivia and some like notes about this. Yeah, there's the same dude that did like the sort of trained Henry Cavill and orchestrated the fights in this show. Yeah, was the Game of Thrones battle dude. Oh well, that makes sense. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like the but uh, apparently the, uh, the the guy. Uh, I'll grab his name. Yeah. The gentleman whose name is Vladimir Furdik okay. is um he's like a uh, he's um like a I guess like a master at a European sort Eastern European sort of dance like the fighting style yeah and uh, he they obviously they use that in uh, the Witcher because it was yeah. Polish yeah um, but apparently Henry Cavill was like the easiest student he's ever had. Well, yeah, he fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I do this at home already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've done this in the game a million times. Now I get yeah, to do yeah. it for real. Yeah. He was fucking excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but look, the choreography is really cool. The movement of the swords. And, yeah. And, and like, and it actually looks like they're trying to kill each other. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, it's not the, the Star it's, Wars thing. Yeah. The fantastic, and it's, it's really, it's really brutal and the violent. The fantastic choreography mixed with Henry Cavill doing his own stunts. Yeah. Makes it just like, it sells it. It's, yeah. It feels authentic. And, like, this is another reason why some of the monster fights are less impressive is because I don't think they put as much time and yeah. care into that because he's just like, oh, and then he fights the monster. And I was just like, no, you, if you're going to do the real cool choreography against human opponents, then you have to do similar yeah, thing. It. Obviously, it's not the same because the monsters don't carry mm. swords and they don't fight each other in the same way. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's fucking cool. That's another thing. When he's fighting um, Renfri's crew and he just like kills them all and I was like, cool. And then the town turns on him and I was like, that doesn't make sense. Mm. Um, and then Yaskia starts singing you know, and people start calling the Butcher of Blaviken. And I was like... Which he's known for in the games as well, Yeah, and, cool. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's from the books. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That must be an event we didn't see in the show where, where he must have killed a bunch of guys and he got that name or Yaskia gave him that name. And then as I was, kept going on the show, I realized that the event that earned him that name was when he killed all his Renfri's crew. Oh. And that, that was in Blaviken. I was like, That's kind wait, of lame. Wait, wait a that minute. Like, that, wasn't a, that was it? That's lame. Yeah. And I'm like, that needed to be a big deal where the town. The, 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 should have the, been the like town, 50 guys. Yeah, it should have yeah. been 50 guys. And there should have been the, the guy, the, the crew, Renfri's crew, should have been killing villagers. Yeah, and when when Geralt's like slashing at him, it looks like he's killing everyone. Yeah, and that's why everyone's afraid of him, and and he, he gets the name Butcher of Blaviken. But in the show, he killed a bunch of bad guys in a str- like street away from civilians. Yeah, and then they all turned on him and told him to get out of town. Yeah. And then he earned that nickname. I was like, that's lame. That's yeah. fucking lame. Like the, if you're gonna yeah. visually show something that might not be visually shown in the novels, might be just uh, said in a said yeah. offhand. I'm like, do a fucking good job of it. And the fight was fucking awesome. Yeah. But if he's going to earn that... Needed nickname, to be more people. There needed to be, like, people running and screaming and, like, he's, like, trying to not hit people, but they keep running into him, you know, bumping into him. And he, he's covered in blood, so it looks like he's been slaughtering people. Yeah. But in reality, he's trying to help people, you know. Yeah, yeah. Send us a check. That'd be a, that's a much better scene, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about, we talked about Yennefer a lot. Um, we Dis- talk, we disappointed the- Triss isn't a redhead, but oh well. Oh, we'll go, I'll go, I'll go <laughs> notes about that. Um, the, 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 the diversity in this is, is, is pretty good. Like I, I, I mean, we always, yeah. sometimes we'll talk about adaptation I, issues. Yeah. I didn't say that I really, like, I noticed that I noticed the diversity, 
but it didn't feel out of place. I feel like the actress they they do their job fine. Yeah, it wasn't. It doesn't feel like a pity casting. Are we, ta- are we talking about true specifically or just in general? In general, like none of the none of the choices that I've seen. Yeah, or like I feel there'll like- be like a random there'll be like a random kind of European middle ages town yeah. with a black person. I'm like, it didn't feel out of place. It just it felt fine. I, I mean, uh, you know. I've always been a champion for yeah. diversity in film more so than a lot of other people, but I'm also against tokenism yeah. because I feel like that's just as racist as yeah. not having anyone at all. Also, when it comes down to fantasy, yes, let's face it, a lot of it's just super white, Yeah. Um, but that's also because 99.99% of it is based on European medieval and fo- times folklore. and folklore. <laughs> So, obviously, it makes sense. If My you, issue is just with Tris specifically. Yeah, we'll get to that. If you're going to cast people of colour in a medieval world, that's fine. Yeah. And we've talked about on the show before, the also I, the, I think the Hollywood thing of also, like, every diversity cast seems to also be taking a redhead character. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. I'm still in, in the middle yeah. of my point, I, which is, it comes with the, for me, the casting comes with the world building. Game of Thrones did a good job of it where the the central part of where the show takes place is in Westeros, which is pretty much medieval Europe. Yeah. So, of course, everyone from central Westeros speaks with an English accent. Then you have the Northerners who speak with Irish and Scottish accents. Then you have, like, people above the wall who are Irish, Scottish, and even some Scandinavian. And then when you get down south, you get people who are, like, Spanish kind of thing. Then you got Essos, which is a completely different continent, which is like the Middle East, Asia, yeah. Africa kind of thing. So you got black people, Asian people, yeah. whatever. And so when people, when you've got a what, very white town in the middle of Westeros and a black guy walks in, it makes sense because you know in this world there's lots of trade. There's yeah. trade, yeah. and he was yeah. you know where he's come from. But in the world of The Witcher, the show... That's not explained. It's not explained. Again, you don't need a handhold, no. obviously. But again, they need to show what is the continent. Exactly. Is it one landmass? No, it's, it's, it's the geography It's problem. called the continent. It's, I the geography so. problem. I've played the yeah. games and I'm still unsure. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing is like, I, I think even the author himself hasn't really defined... There's no, I don't think there's even any maps in the book or anything. It's not like uh, George Martin who's like... He's, it's not like talking. He's all the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not like charting it all out. But it's like, if you're going to make a show, like, this is your opportunity to say, well, here's... Yeah. And also it helps to make like... Because what's the difference between Milf, Nilfgaard and, and Sintra... I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. They're just two pl- yeah, two places, two yeah. different cities. What what's this I what's the difference between King Foltest's kingdom and Sintra? Could, King, be, the, what, could be the same and, fucking thing. Foltest and Radovid or whatever they are. I it's like who's right. who? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so and I think this comes with the diversity. Make King Voltest black. There you go. Have his people be from the African sort of place yeah. the, on the continent. That's that that's a much more diverse than having a couple of like darker skinned people walking in the background. A few black mages. Yeah, and a couple of black mages. And I guess we'll talk about truce quickly. Oh, real quick, there's one mage who has this a blood oh, American yes. accent. No, thank you for mentioning that because this also oh God, also no. ties into the accent problem, which, like I said, Game of Thrones does so good at the world building. It also kind of it takes into account where the accents are from. So, if you're from King's Landing, 
you don't have a northern accent. You don't have you a have Spanish like that accent. accent. You have yeah, that yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah. But if you're from the north, you sound like you're fucking from Ireland or whatever. So that makes sense. So, and by hearing where people, you can hear where they're from, even if they're not at that place specifically. Yeah. Whereas you get a lot of other fantasy shows where it's just people speaking American accents, yeah. English accents, Scandinavian. But in accents. this one, it seems like this is one person. Yeah, and uh, wa- <laughs> the Warcraft the was the, the actor just a real nightmare. The, yeah. And it's like, look, we're not reaching the, the Warcraft movie had this problem, which is a movie I didn't mind, but it had this problem where the ages of the characters and actors, the as- accents were all out of whack. Yeah. No one seemed like they were from the same place. No one seemed like they should be in that role. Yeah. And The Witcher has less of this problem, but still this problem to an extent, where there's like just Scandinavian accents, there's mostly English, a couple of Northern accents, and then, yeah, one American guy. <laughs> Lady, yeah. Or whatever. She, the first, when she talked, I paused, I was like, wait a minute, yeah. what? And I'm like, if you're going to do those different accents, have it be consistent. <coughs> yeah. Why don't all the elves sound Scandinavian? That would be cool. Yeah, but be there cool. was just that one elf guy who sounded Scandinavian. I'm um, like, I know you want to get the best actor for the job, and that's fine, and you want to have diverse casting, and that's fine. But this brings me to my next point, is most of the supporting cast in The Witcher weren't that great, and most of the supporting characters weren't fleshed out well enough, especially because, like I said, it feels rushed. And really, the show rests on the strength of the main three cast members, the main yeah. three characters, who I think are all really good. Other than them, only I, th- I thought Malsak was pretty good, yeah. And I thought Taseo was pretty good. Yeah. Other than that, all the other cast, I could do without them. Oh, Yaskia was pretty good. Yeah. Other than you that, know, the cast, they were forgettable characters, and they, I could I could easily recast them. And this brings us to Triss, who in the... A, she should have been a, a larger character. Yeah. Because uh, she's a larger part of, like, the novels and the games. Not Maybe not in the first short story sequences. Yeah, I, I think in the in the short... She doesn't appear in the short story. She appears in the novels. But in the, the games, they I- increased her uh, part even further. Um, and I know this... It's technically... I can't have a whinge about it. Because in the books, her, she's just described as having chestnut hair. Yeah. But, but in the game, she's a redhead. But it's... It, at least in the game... Like, again, it just it's not a review of the games. But... Yeah. In the games, it suits her. It dis- it distinguishes her. It sets two, her apart. Two things. I've read that she's described as having chestnut hair in one part of the book. In another part of the book, she's had uh, chestnut with like golden uh, with a golden glow. Okay. And in another part, it said her hair looked like uh, fire or something like that. Okay. So that to me means ready brown. Yeah. Not brown or not. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, with not that. black. Like auburn. Yeah. Whereas the game, they went like full, like yeah. bright red. But that, that doesn't matter. Her hair doesn't matter. Yeah, her hair doesn't matter. For me, the actress was just kind of meh. And that, just... that might have been the material. She's a very meh character in the show. Yeah. Um, and especially like if she's going to become more important as the show goes on. They need to... They needed to get a better actress, a stronger actress. And she needs to feel, because... the character needs to feel more unique if uh, they're going to yeah, use it. exactly. It's, that's another thing. All the majors seem... Seem all the same. They all blended together. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. tell the difference. Yeah. They all wore the same yeah. thing. They all looked the fucking same. Puff like, the guy with the sword. <laughs> well, here's another problem I have. He's, they introduced him in the second last episode. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm the hot guy with the fucking mustache. And <laughs> then in the last episode, he pulls out his sword and he like keeps magicking, magicking the sword, which yeah. is kind of cool. But I'm like, who's this guy? 
Yeah, I know. Was he was he at the Brotherhood with Yennefer? I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, no. If he was, he was in the background, and they all looked the fucking same. You know? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. Same with Fringilla. Like, I thought she was meh. She's supposed to be the big bad mage who's turned against the Brotherhood and is leading the Nilfgaardians. The worms to... were cool. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that's alright. Yeah. But also, uh, the, it's not about the diversity. It's about the uh, strength of the actors. It's yeah. about the writing of the and the fleshing out of the character, development Even of the characters, casting the right person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like if you're gonna, if like, yeah, it's 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 good to cast diversely, but you need to make sure the person is good in that role. Yeah. Like, you don't also, don't just pick the first person. You know, obviously they don't, but yeah. you have to pick someone who is really going to embody yeah. that character. Also, if Triss is going to be quote-unquote, competing with Yennefer in any way, shape, or form, she has to stand out from Yennefer, which at the moment she doesn't. Um, She's a little softer. That's it. That's it. Also, maybe, Callum, you can find it. One of the reasons we're having this whole discussion about this is because there's an ongoing trend in Hollywood movies and TV shows where they always recast the ginger or the red-headed character as either a darker head character or as a person of color. We're not saying that and that's, know, diversity is bad. Yeah. We're just saying that... But it's kind of replacing one problem with another. Yeah, we're just saying replacing all gingers because people don't like looking at gingers yeah. is just the same as not having uh, characters of color because no one wants to see them. Yeah. It's the same, the same thing. Yeah. Well, they re- they cast... Uh, There's like a whole it happened list. With, it happened with Titans, uh, uh, which is... Multiple Spider-Man movies. Uh, it happened. Uh, let me see. It's happened with um, TV show uh, The Flash. Uh, yeah, there was a list. Do you remember the list? Yeah, there was quite yeah, a lot. I don't know list. where to find this, but it was pretty big. I saw a yeah, picture. It was, it was pretty huge. huge. Uh, I mean, see. I'm sure. If oh, hold on, I, I might have found it. If you're listening, I'm sure you can find it. It's like there's yeah. a whole. It's like it was like on one side it had all the characters with red hair, and <laughs> just next a to massive them- list of <laughs> from The Flash. There's a whole bunch of characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's just that's just one specific producer who just does not yeah, like red redheads. Bloody rangers. <laughs> yeah, not in uh, my life. No, but if you if you if you really look into it, uh, yeah, someone, someone made yeah, someone made. I guess you call it a meme now because yeah. everything's called a meme. But yeah. yeah, it's like a huge line of over a dozen uh, pictures of which redheaded characters adapted, and then the the casting choices they made, which are mostly just people with darker hair or darker features yeah and it's like well you're kind of replacing one diversity with another it's like i know i keep on saying that we're not reviewing the games but it's like tris is set apart visually from the other characters yeah because she's a major part of the story yeah it's like the main characters in any movie or any especially fantasy also like generally not just just looking like peasants just in terms of costume design Triss's clothes are very very unremarkable Triss's whole character is very plain Yennefer's whole thing is like she's all blacked out all the time like her clothes are but she's always like the most stunning lady in the room as well whereas like so Triss should maybe be more colourful exactly but all the the mages look the fucking same in this show exactly it's boring yeah. They're all wearing a... Fu- it's like we talk about the Jedi uniform. It got boring yeah, and stupid. It. Didn't make sense. It's like the mages shouldn't just have robes. Like, they should have... Wear their own things. Attire, yeah. Um, or they should have a robe, but they should be di- uh, different and, mm. you know, ha- have a- Their attire should ways. reflect the kingdom from which they come from. That's the other thing, yeah. Which, which would that's also another add thing, That's building. another thing Game of Thrones does so well, is depending on what kingdom you're from, you wear different... Uh, clothing clothing yeah which makes and different, and different climates there's different climates yeah. yeah there's different climates as well whereas this show so this show was like everyone looks the fucking same 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, we talked about Unifer. I, I like the idea of magic being like some sort of chaos, like order to chaos. chaos kind of, yeah. yeah, you like take chaos out of the world and I don't know. I like that idea. I don't know. Redirect it. Yeah. Um, we talked about a transformation. But chaos is just another word for mana. Or like, you yeah. Know, oh well, it's just a bullshit word they come up yeah. with. But I, I like that idea yeah. of like, if if you know, may as well be the force. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like there's yeah. in, there's a, there's unexplainable things in in our world, not just the fantasy world, and like you can draw from that. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. Like yeah. you know, bringing order to the chaos. Yeah, it's like an unseeable thing, but that you know is there because you've you've that's you've it. lived. Yeah, and you know that sh- sometimes shit just happens. And so, what if you could harness that? That's kind of, like, I don't know, I'd like that yeah. idea. So, you don't need to explain that. I'm happy with how mm. they explain the show. They just say, all oh, chaos. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds cool. Moving on. Um, yeah, they need to do a better job of, like, explaining, yeah, her, because she's, like, 100 years old, and they're just, like, cut to, she's the best mage, she's the worst mage, I'd- cut to, she's the best mage, <laughs> cut to. I'd like a scene where she looks young, but she feels really old. No. No. That because that would kind of defeat the purpose of yeah being like being maybe a mage. emotionally feeling old. Well, I think like, that's that's what they were trying to do when yeah. the baby dies, and then that's I think that's the point where she's like, now I really want a baby, and I was kind of like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, yeah, that's fine, but you need to, like I said, you need to show that over a longer period of time. You need to explain that over, especially because it takes place over decades. Yeah, but in the show, it's like snap of the fingers. All right, we're running out of time. I thought but we got through most of yeah. it. See, I, mean, I thought yeah, Freya Allen who plays Siri, I thought was really good. Yeah, but she doesn't have a lot to do in the show. She just runs through the woods and gets scared. So I'm looking forward to season two. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like I like all the stuff, but the the idea of the destiny between Geralt and her being kind of interwoven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. interlinked. I like how um cells. <laughs> interlinked. <cell. laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like how the, um they're like uh. Oh yeah, you know I owe you my life, and Geralt's like, oh yeah, you don't owe me anything, whatever. And he's like, no, please, sir, you know whatever you want. And he's like, I don't know, law of surprise, it's just yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, and then it's like, oh, she's pregnant, and he's like, fuck, <laughs> like yeah, classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, the song, toss a coin to your Witcher. Oh, Valley of yeah. Plenty. Yeah. That was pretty cool. It's pretty good. Apparently, you can play it in Beat Saber if you have a VHS. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they just need, they need to explain Nilfgaard more. There's some sort of religious also, zealots. I have Doesn't to say make it once. Sense. I have to say it once. I mean, it's fine. They need to explain it more. I, I have mean. to say it once before we end. Yeah. Please call it Nilfgaard. Nilfgaard, yeah. Because I'm a child. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it needs more needs more women uh, with uh, yeah. uh, barbarian armor, you know, with yeah. the, the metal bikini. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like Kahir, the, the Black Knight. Like he he's like supposed to be this threat that's chasing um, Siri. Oh yeah, yeah. We like don't should, see him very much. Yeah, he should be a bigger part of the show. As he should well. be like a ring wraith. Yeah, they should develop that. Yeah, he should be more scary, more imposing, and they should develop that more. And they should explain who Nilfgaard is, where they're from, why they're trying to take over the continent, and what their religion is, and why yeah. the, why the Brotherhood is against them. But why that'll probably be season two. I reckon. Yeah, but they they need to just a little little bits just here and nuggets, there. Nuggets, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Some of the yeah, some of the fights are really cool. Yeah, oh yeah, and uh, they, yeah, and then they show like a flashback of child Geralt as a child, and then his mother. Kind that's of, pretty cool. I was like, that's obviously setting up uh, season two. But yeah, like it definitely feels like it, because it comes right at the like last episode. It feels like just a teaser. Yeah, so I feel like they could have maybe laced that throughout. 
maybe have. Yeah. But again, they don't want to do too much. And see, I think season two will be really way better. I think the flaws are easy to fix. Yeah. I really like the show and it has a lot of potential going forward, especially with a more focused story in yeah, season definitely. two. And yeah, so like I really like the show. I'm really hyped for season I think two. We all really liked it. Has I a lot of it. has a lot of problems, but it has some all issues, those problems are fixable. Like when I talk to when we talk these issues out, I realize how small they are. Yeah. Yeah. And like we always say, the more fantasy the better. Like oh, man, just yeah. churn it out. I don't care. Hook it to my veins. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Callum, I think it's your turn to sign off. Thank you for listening. Like and share the Tuesday Review Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tuesday Review AU. Follow James on Instagram at Channel Drifter, where he talks about all the movies we don't get to talk about on the show. You can find our previous episodes on your favorite podcasting app. If you like cars and automotive discussion, please check out Car Talk with Matty J. If you like video games, check out Alum, Nathan, and Jake's show, Sunrise Arcade. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the Tuesday Review on iTunes. It helps us a lot. Adios, cousins.